This is the KOC High School Game of the Week, brought to you by Knoxville Orthopedic Clinic. For over 60 years, KOC has emphasized a unique practice of specialty orthopedics. The Game of the Week is also brought to you by Breakout Knoxville. Are you ready to escape ordinary? Games and things, because life should be fun. Roger L. Newman, Heating and Air. Call us first. We'll be there. Matlock Tire, your hometown tire service and auto repair shop since 1953. OEB Law, turn your wreck into a check. Fleet Tire, you flat them, we fix them. Pioneer Heating and Air, since 1981, Knoxville's most trusted name in home comfort. And Brian King Roofing, we've got you covered. Now let's head to the stadium with former UT assistant coach Don Mahoney. Here's Vince Ferrara. It's the 55th edition of the Battle of Broadway. Two very proud programs in Knoxville, just a few miles away. Different regions, but just a few miles away. Kids know each other, have played together, played against each other for many years, and they battle here tonight. It's the number one team in the state in Class 5A, the Central Bobcats at the Fulton Falcons. 0-1 for the Falcons. Central comes in at 1-0. Great to have you with us here on our KOC Game of the Week, everybody. I am Vince Farrar alongside former Tennessee assistant Don Mahoney. Jeff Muir is our statistician tonight. Chris Bernard, our on-site engineer. And Logan Ward back in the studio. Eric Kane will have scoreboard updates for you throughout the night. Central wins the toss and elects to receive. You don't often see that, but Bryson Rosser liked what he saw from his offense, especially after a little bit of a slow start last week in Central's season opening 51-20 to win over Cleveland at home. We had that game for you on our KOC Game of the Week. If you want to go back and listen to it, that podcast is available at sportsradiownml.com. Central will receive the opening kickoff. Fulton puts foot into it in the opening uh, kickoff is underway. Fielded at the 5. 10, 15. Gets a seam. 20, 25, 30 down the sideline. Tripped up at the 40-yard line. Central quickly gets a, a great return out of the gate. And the Bobcats with excellent field position to start things off. The quarterback for the Central Bobcats is Dakota Falber. Five touchdown passes, 357 yards passing last week. Both of those tops in the area for Falver. Where's number two? A central comes out white jerseys, white pants, black, uh, excuse me, red numbers, black central over those numbers, black helmets, CHS in red with white trim on the helmets. First and 10 for central at their own 43-yard line. Man in motion, quick out. That's Falver. Has a man caught. That's Gaston. And that's good for about five on first down. Rest of the Bobcats offense looks like this. Jason Merritt's the running back. Shannon Mills also when they go to the two-back set. Three receivers at times they'll be in four receivers. But the three starters, Braden Gaston with three touchdown receptions last week. Liam Fortner and Isaiah Osborne, the offensive line. Noah Parker, the left tackle. Thomas Pratt, the left guard. Zach Reidner is the center. Isaiah Huff, the right guard. Brady Cash is the right tackle. Man comes in motion. On second and five. Back to passes. Falver caught again by Gaston. He's at the 50. Has the first down. Flag is down, though. And he is hit hard. Knocked out of bounds to the on the Fulton sideline to our near side where the grandstands are. And we'll see what the flag is. It was right at the point of initial contact on second and five. And it is a hold probably on one of the receivers. 
And this will come back against the Central Bobcats. Get you the Fulton defense real quick. And by the way, that was Gaston who had that kickoff return. I think about 37 yards on that uh, opening kickoff. Fulton, they will switch a lot between a three-man front and a four-man front. We'll give you the starting four. The ends, Alex Bodio and James Coleman. The nose guard is Seth Vaughn. The defensive tackle is Bill Anderson. Three linebackers to start. Inday Walton, the strong side linebacker. The Will Mike linebacker is Cameron Stokes. The Will linebacker is Jerison Gibson. Corners to Rondre Peebles and Joshua Jones. Free safety is Tommy Sweat, who's also the starting quarterback. And the strong safety is Adrian Roberson. Fulton is in their home black jerseys, black pants. Got the maroon numbers with the white trim. Actually, more sort of a goldish, grayish trim. And they're in a three-man front right now. Single high safety, single back to the right of the quarterback, Dakota Falber, on second and 12 from the central 41 for the Bobcats, moving right to left. Back to passes, Falber has time, steps on by the pocket, still looking to throw. He's going to go to the outside, and then he'll be pushed out of bounds. Short of the 50-yard line, at about the 47, 48-yard line. Still done a very positive gain, and this is what Falber did all last week in torturing Cleveland and keeping plays alive and scrambling when necessary. Absolutely. Didn't force the ball there. Took what, we, took what uh, he had in front of him, which was a lot of grass, and uh, got back to a manageable down in which it's third and favorable for them to execute and get this first down. Started out with the two quick screens, gaining positive yards, but as you, as you pointed out, it was a, uh, a hold by the receiver out in space. Third and six officially for the Bobcats from their own 47-yard line. A little bit confused of confusion. Blacklock is down to five and Favre, and look, we have a flag down. Boy, that was a little disorganized as Favre is still looking to, to the sideline to get the call. You don't often see the administrative stuff from Central, but now you mentioned the manageable down in distance. This pushes them back to third and 11. Yeah, and, and, and as you pointed out, they've, they're mixing the front. They started out the first two plays in a, in a four-man front. And uh, they've gone to uh, a three-down look, the last two looks. Fulton graduated all four starting linebackers from last year, and all but one is playing on the JUCO or college level. Very impressive. A lot of losses off of last year's team. Here's a snap. Favre steps up, sprints to the right, steps up, sprints to the right again, looking down the field, has a man just short of the uh, of the yards to go, maybe a yard with a forward progress. It'll bring up fourth and one, but the punt team will have to come out. It's a long one and near midfield. So Bryson Rosser will send the punt team out. You always have to be careful, though, with this central team and what they might, uh, with any fakes, they might employ. Two men deep for there Fulton. It is. And there is they the got fake it. to the right side. Got it. 40, 35, down the sideline and inside the 30. And there it was, Bryson Rosser with the advantageous field position rolling the dice. Great call, Vince. And it was an area of the field where you can expect that. And uh, in this game with the emotions high and a rivalry and uh, wants to work to maintain the momentum to keep this thing going. This Fulton team, not as deep as we've seen them in the past. Their numbers are down a little bit. Rob Black mentioned uh, to me this week that, look, the numbers are down in a lot of places around the area. It's not the case necessarily for Central, though. Central's numbers have continued to grow. They have almost 100 players if you count their freshman team. 
So things are on the uptick for the defending 5A champs. No score under nine minutes to go in the first quarter. Whistles again. And we'll see if this will push the Bobcats back once again. And a first look with a tight end formation for Central. And uh, Fulton still staying in a three-man front. Much of what Central saw last week uh, against Cleveland. So, Donna, as a coach, in, in putting yourself in, in uh, Bryson Rosser's situation, Fulton has a lot of players to play both ways. You think, all right, defense has been on the field for a little bit. Now maybe we can continue to tire them out and maybe build a little bit of that uh, fatigue early in a ball game. You take a chance for that reason? Yeah, absolutely. And, and also maybe a little bit of the mixing of the fronts is what they saw last week from Cleveland and some of the things they did well, as well as potentially resting one of the two-way players up front and maybe a little bit more skill on the back end. Fulton always dangerous in the return game as well. You always have to consider that. Single back to the left of Falber. Has a snap back to pass. Steps up in the pocket. Nowhere to, to throw. He's going to sprint out, go down the sideline. He extends the ball out, but not quite back to the original line of scrimmage. There's a little Russell Wilson there where <laughs> he was near the sideline. He just sticks the ball out, maybe gain an extra yard. Sure did. And, 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 you know, the protection was good and the coverage was good. So, and he, you know, he's not forcing it, and uh, in an area where a turnover can happen. So, good decision. And Rob Black talking this week that it was very important for his rushers to kind of pin Dakota Falver in because he can keep so many plays alive, and he looks to throw as well. So, second and ten from the Fulton 32, and here's an inside handoff and snagged before he got to back to the line of scrimmage. Fulton stuck. Uh, a paw out and brought down the runner for a loss of yardage, and that was big nose guard Seth Vaughn. Boy, he penetrated well on that, really disrupted it, never gave the play a chance and uh, uh, to get going. So that was a big, big play. So bring up, they'll give them the original, they'll give them the line of scrimmage on the play. So no gain with the forward progress, but a third and ten. From the 32 of Fulton for Central, scoreless ball game. Now it's seven minutes left to go in the first quarter in our KOC game of the week. Single back move to the right of quarterback Dakota Falber in the gun. He gets a snap, steps up in the pocket, has some time. He'll sprint back, then to his left, has a rusher, and has a man up and he's mm. dropped. Oh, goodness. The receiver Isaiah Osborne had to go through his hands. That plagued Central early in their ball game last week where Bryson Rosser felt like they dropped three touchdowns with drop passes. Fulton also had that issue in week one. I guess you kind of see those things early in a, in a season. He's keeping the play alive again with his legs. And, you know, again, the protection was good from the start. He's got to trust his throw and just and let it loose. And, and I know he wants to be smart with the football, but, uh, you know, the time clock's ticking. He's got to go ahead and deliver it and get rid of the ball. Eighth play of the drive for the Bobcats in a scoreless ball game. 6.45 left to go in the first quarter. Fourth and ten. Falver has a snap. He looks over the middle. Extended diving incomplete. And then a flag comes down late. Wow. Probably called him for reaching over his back. That was, mm. that was tight. Wow. And that, if it is held, upheld, that will give Central a first down on fourth and ten an incomplete pass receiver extended at the far hash and just couldn't reel it in but apparently there was too much contact and they will walk this off a pi and the line of scrimmage was the 32 so they'll walk off a full 15 yards 
to the 17, and now the drive extends. So a fourth, uh, a fake on fourth down, and then a penalty on fourth down keeps Central with the football. Here is play number nine of this drive. It'll be first and ten for Central at the Fulton 17-yard line. Three-man front for Fulton. Here's a quick receiver screen caught, trying to spin away, but cannot. And that was Malik Robinson with that catch. And not much happening there on first down. Great job by Fulton playing off the blocks at the in the perimeter and coming up and making a nice solid tackle. That might have been four, not six. So that would have would be Minot, who we saw a fair amount last week and actually had a couple of drops last week. Yeah. It's back to back with tight end set for for Central. Three receivers, two to the top. Wing to the right. Falver, shotgun, has a snap. Sprints out to his right. Now sprinting to his left. At the 20, 15, jukes and then steps out of bounds. And again, keeps a play alive. Picks up some of the yardage back. And it'll be third and medium for the Bobcats. While we have a moment, let's quickly go back to the studio, get a scoreboard update. Here's Eric Kane. All right, Vince, on FM 99.1, Anderson County quickly ahead of Powell, 7 to nothing first quarter. Uh, McCauley leading Webb, 7 to nothing first quarter. And 13 to nothing Smoky Bears of Severe County over Heritage first quarter. Back to you. Thank you very much, Eric, here. Third and six for the Bobcats. Moving right to left, 10th play of the drive. Football is at the Fulton 13-yard line. Play clock is running down. And Central is not out of the huddle. And they may call a timeout here. Down to three, down to two, and call a timeout. Well, Bryson Rosser yeah. will take one as well. 5.28 left to go in the first quarter. Scoreless here at Fulton High School between Fulton and Central. This is the KOC Game of the Week. Two-back look on third and six for Central. Faber has the snap looking over the middle, tipped in the air, and will fall incomplete. Great. That was dangerous. What a play for the Falcons. Great play there. He uh, he saw a window, threw it, and uh, it was just great coverage. Way to break on the football by Fulton on a critical down. Now it's fourth, and they're going for it. Yeah, no doubt. If you're down at the 13, even though Central has the ability to make field goals, we've seen them go on longer down and distance prior to. So fourth and six from the 13-yard line. Falver now three of five in the ballgame for 16 yards, three rushes, 13 yards. Central, three penalties, 20 yards. Fulton, one penalty for 15 yards. It's the 11th play of the drive on fourth and six. Faber looking deep, and it's incomplete. Overthrew his intended receiver in the corner. And after all that 11 plays on the opening drive for Central's offense, Fulton gets a stop in their own red zone, and we remain scoreless here at Fulton. That was a heck of a job by Fulton just to, you know, some of the yards gained by by Central and uh, just stay in the course and, and and really forcing them to earn everything they got. And uh, they come away with it. As you mentioned, no points, and Fulton takes over. So Central can't cash in. Now the Falcons' first opportunity with the football. will set up their offense. Their quarterback is a dual-threat guy uh, in Tommy Sweat, the junior. First-year starter after Xavier Malone started for four years at Central. Here's a handoff. This is McCovery, and he tries to bounce to the outside, but too much speed on that Central defense. Here's the set, the offense for Fulton. I mentioned Tommy Sweat, the quarterback. Matt McCovery will split time with Indy Walton. Walton actually started running back last week. McCovery 
gets the nod today. Four receiver look, DeRondre Peebles, Marcellus Jackson, Joshua Jones, and Adrian Roberson. The offensive line, left tackle Bill Anderson, left guard Seth Vaughn, center Cameron Stokes, right guard James Coleman, right tackle Zurich Hudson for the Falcons. Second and eight from their own 15-yard line, scoreless, with 5.05 left to go in the first quarter. Sweat gets a snap from the shotgun, steps up in the pocket, ball is uh, held out, and then he will scramble and gets the first down. He held it out a little bit, but got through the traffic and scrambled for a Falcons first down. Here's the central defense. It's a base 4-3. The ends, Unique Valentine and Eli Sharp. Nose tackle is Gabe Newbert. The defensive tackle is Noah Parker. Outside backer, Caleb Fortner. Two inside backers, Malik Robinson and Tyler Bost. The corners, Connor Williamson and Braden Gaston. Free safety, Jaden Horton. And the strong safety is Makai Anderson. First and 10 from the 24. And there's an inside hand off little delay look. And Fulton is able to get a couple on first down. They were running a long trap right there, and it was really, really good penetration by the central front. Pressure coming from central off the edge into the play. Really had nowhere to go. Fulton lost last week in stunning fashion on Saturday, 42-3 to to South Doyle. Just not used to seeing this powerhouse Fulton program on the wrong end of a score like that. Usually they're doing that to opponents, but... Uh, South Doyle is awfully talented. It's a four-receiver look now. Single coverage throughout. Sweat steps up in the pocket and goes deep. Double coverage. It's caught at the 45, 40, 35, 30. Could house it. 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. That's a 74-yard touchdown pass for Tommy Sweat. And he hits Joshua Jones, the senior. And the Falcons are on the board first. 6 nothing over Central. Boy, he did a beautiful job stepping up into the pocket, trusting the throw. Timing was right, and wow, what a play. You mentioned the timing was right. The safety's timing didn't seem right. He seemed, I don't know, a little bit hesitant or maybe came behind the play, and Jones kind of cut in front to where he was to catch that football. Yeah. And a little confusion here from Fulton's sideline as... Looks like they might go for two here. They certainly have a capable kicker. They, they, he's, they, yeah, the T's out there. Okay. They're looking for one more guy in there to block. All right, there he's it is. There. Okay. So Joseph Mojica is the place kicker for Fulton. He made a field goal last week. So Jones, 74-yard TD catch, four plays, 87 yards on the drive. Just took a minute 15 for Fulton to jump out on top of Central. Now trailing for the first time in the 2019 season. And now a sideline warning to Fulton, wanting everyone to take some steps back. So, a little delay here in getting this PAT up. Fulton strikes first here in the first quarter. And will attempt the PAT. The long snapper is Cameron Stokes. The holder is quarterback Tommy Sweat, who is also the starting free safety. And the punter, he does it all. Snap, it's bobbled by Sweat. Now he scrambles, he's going to throw and nowhere to go. So after all that, Fulton cannot execute the PAT. You hope that doesn't come back to haunt the Falcons. But Fulton on the board first, 354 left to go in the first quarter. It's Fulton 6 central nothing. This is the KOC game of the week. Kickoff bobbled and picked up at the 25-yard line by Braden Gaston. He pops to the outside, eludes some tacklers, pushed out of bounds, 
at the central 45-yard line. That's a 20-yard return for Gaston. Let's quickly go back to the studio and get a scoreboard update. Here's Eric Kane. Thanks, Vince. Over on Newstalk 98-7, it is nothing. Cleveland currently over Hardin Valley. Meigs County leading Greenback 7-0 first quarter. And it's David Crockett 7-0 over Science Hill early first quarter. Vince? Thank you, Eric. First and 10 for Central from their own 45-yard line. Second time they've started from beyond their own 40-yard line. Here's an inside handoff, only the second run. Nowhere to go. Once again, middle run, nothing happening. Shannon Mills stuffed right at the line of scrimmage. Nice job coming downhill by the Fulton defense, and uh, they got momentum. You know, that drive Central had, uh, you know, took time off the clock. Fulton comes out in a quick strike, and now they got momentum, second and nine. First central drive, 11 plays, 44 yards, 637, 0 for 3 on third down, 1 for 2 on fourth down. Falber, the quarterback in the gun, single back to his left, three receivers. Going to look far side, caught at the 47, 50-yard line, and then hit hard just beyond midfield, and it will bring up a third and about three or four for the Bobcats offense. 20-yard return by Gaston, giving Fulton, excuse me, giving Central good field position for the second time. Fulton's been settling in that three-down front now. They've, they've this is a uh, now they've gone to the four-man front. Yeah, just as you were saying that, exactly. Put a fourth hand down here on third and four from the 49 of Fulton. Falver back to pass, throws behind his intended receiver, incomplete. Looking for Liam Fortner, the six-one junior receiver and it's fourth and four and the punt team has to come out for the bobcats it's in that area again do you does does, does coach rosser have another trick up his sleeve or punt it and play defense well you always have dangerous returners for fulton joshua jones is back deep standing in his own 10 yard line and they will punt it this time and it's a high kick and will bounce short of the returner the punt by Ryan Bolton, the sophomore, will be downed at about the 24-25 yard line. And that's where Fulton will take over. First and 10 on their second drive of the night. First one ended up in a 74-yard touchdown pass from Sweat to Jones. Quick strike and uh, got quite a few guys going both ways for Fulton. We'll see as the game goes on how that takes a toll, but uh, I tell you, Fulton's really playing well. Tommy Sweat, the quarterback, single back to his right is McCovery. Inside handoff to McCovery. He bounces to the left, cuts it upfield, little zone run, and then gets to about the 30-yard line. So you'll take that about uh, six on first down. Absolutely. They ran a uh, really a down and a pull to the front side with the uh, zone course. We've got a flag down. We'll see what this call is. And it'll be a hold on the Falcons. It will push them back. Always a great venue here at Fulton High School. Home of the six-time state champion Fulton Falcons. Three of those coming under Rob Black in his ninth season at the helm of this Fulton program. He has taken his Falcons teams to the playoffs each and every year of his tenure as the head coach. And, of course, it's been a long time here 
he and his legendary dad as well. Coaching here at Fulton. Back to pass is Sweat. Steps up, has a man deep throw. It's overthrown, and it's incomplete. I'll tell you, great crowd, great atmosphere. You can't ask for a better night of high school football. Weather beautiful today. It's, yeah, it's warm, but um, it was very nice. and Great crowd here. Central packing the visiting stands on the other side where the central sideline is. 2.02 left to go in the first quarter. Fulton leads at home over Central, the number one team in the state in Class 5A and the defending state champions. These two rivals meeting for the 55th time, the Battle of Broadway. Just a few miles apart, but not in the same region. Two back look, second man through, bounce to the outside on the run at the 15-20 and cannot elude a tackler at the 20-yard line on second and 18. Got a few yards, but still a long way to go here on third down. Nice job by Braden Gaston coming up and making a good open field tackle. Really working off the block of uh, Fulton and making a nice, nice tackle. Five yards on the run for Fulton. So that makes it a third and 13 from the 20-yard line from Fulton. Moving left to right. Tommy Sweat, the quarterback. Single back to his right is McCovery. Makes the call, snap, recovery's blocking for him. He throws down the field, has a man that's a little bit overthrown, incomplete. Fulton wants a flag. The intended receiver was Adrian Roberson, the junior, the most improved of the receivers, but sweat a little long on that throw with single coverage, and it's fourth and 13 for Fulton. And, you know, Central brought the weak pressure, the Will linebacker, and and uh, Sweat delivered it just in time before he took a shot from him. It, uh, he was coming free, and uh, the ball was up in the air. It was a matter of going up and making a play and just out of, just slightly out of the reach of the receiver. Tommy Sweat stays on the field. He is the punter as well. We've got a timeout here called by Fulton. We'll take one as well. Minute four left to go in the first quarter. Fulton six central, nothing. This is the KOC Game of the Week. You're listening to the KOC Game of the Week on 990 AM WNML. Now with former UT assistant coach Don Mahoney, here's Vince Ferrara. Fourth and 13, pumped by Tommy Sweat. High short kick and fair caught by Jaden Horton for Central at the Falcons' 44-yard line. So great field position again for Central third time they've had excellent field position this is the best of those three times weren't able to cash in the first two times dakota falver will lead the bobcats offense back out onto the field he's four of eight passing 21 yards he threw for 357 and five tds last week he's rushed three times for 14 yards caleb fortner and here's a jet sweep right side trying to turn the corner cannot get there and Fulton will make the tackle after maybe a gain of a yard. Fulton, nice job defensively stringing that out. It never really got the edge captured for him, for him to get free out in space, and uh, they're doing a nice job flying to the football. It's Caleb Fortner. It's Liam Fortner, the receiver, with a couple of catches for the Bobcats. We're under a minute left to go here in this first quarter. Fulton at home leading Central 6 to nothing. a little bit of a surprise for some. Central has not looked sharp. This is only their third possession of the ball game. And we have whistles and another flag down. Central 
a little bit of a slow start last week and ended up pulling away against Cleveland 51 to 20. There were some coaching points in that game. Yeah. As you know, Don, we had that call. But um, not an especially sharp start here in this first quarter so far. There's a couple big plays for them last week that, that, you know, they got momentum on their side. And, you know, the one thing leaving last week we talked about was getting the running game going, and they just they haven't quite got to that point yet. And, they, and they're returning one starter up front, so that's going to be still a work in progress. But give Fulton credit. They're playing, playing extremely hard and well. And we didn't see Merritts last week. And we have not seen him yet tonight. Mitchell, the, the lone back, Favre steps up in the pocket, leaks out to his right. He jukes him in, gets past him, gets down the sideline at the 40, and he is close to the first down marker. I think he's a little bit short. But, man, what a scramble by Favre. Absolutely. And there's there's where their rushing yards are coming in with him dropping back. And if it's not there, he's taking off and running and getting free four, and he's breaking some big ones. We've reached the end of the first quarter. Fulton at home leading Central 6-0. This is the KOC Game of the Week. You're listening to the KOC Game of the Week on 990 AM WNML. Now with former UT assistant coach Don Mahoney, here's Vince Ferrara. Start of the second quarter, the home team, the Fulton Falcons, with a 6-0 lead over the Central Bobcats. Two-back look for Central on third and three. Handoff over left tackle. Contact behind the line or right near the line of scrimmage and then pu- pushing forward. And I think that's going to be a yard short and bring up a fourth and one down. Yeah, they uh, straight downhill zone running and uh, really both sides of the ball battling strong up front. And uh, he, he worked to get as much as he could on it. But uh, Fulton, I give him credit, they are playing really well up front. Only a gain of a yard, so it's fourth and two. Now, for the first time, we see Jason Merritt. He's to the left, and he's going to be a lead blocker in front of Dakota Fulver. He cannot elude two black jerseys. He tries to extend the ball, and he's going to be short of the first down marker. Uh, two backs to the left of Fulver. Now we have a flag down as well near the line of scrimmage. We'll see what this call is. This could be a hold on Central, which will be declined. Yep. That's the case. So Fulton's defense gets another stop. Wow. And uh, really, they just forced it east and west. And uh, the Fulton, again, starting up front. Linebackers did a great job scraping. And, uh, you know, when the play goes and strings out that long, it's there's where your holds come in. A little bit of an unusual look. They had two, two backs to the left of the quarterback as opposed to the split back look. And they both basically ended up being lead blockers for Falver. But... Fulton will still get able yeah. to get penetration. Yeah, really split through the two blockers. They're, uh... So Central three possessions and nothing to show for it. All great starting field position as well. Two back look for Tommy Sweat. Going to drift back, set up a screen. Has a man caught at the 32. Has some room. Now defenders charge in, but it's going to be a gain of a couple back to gets to about the 40-yard line. That's four yards on first down. I'll tell you, that's a great call. To start the, uh, you know, start the series off, you got a fresh legs on defense coming out, uh, you know, uh, ready to rush the passer. It's four yards and uh, that's a positive gain. It slows that pass rush down. Sweat was drifting back, and Central, though, was out of position initially and then able to get there. Two-back look once again for Fulton with Tommy Sweat, the quarterback in the middle. 
maroon helmets with that black F. Second man through is McCovery. He eludes a man in the backfield fighting for the 40-yard line and then is slammed back by a couple of central defenders, including number three for the Bobcats. That's Unique Valentine, who when I asked Bryson Rosser this week who stood out to you, that was the first name that he said without hesitation. He's a starting defensive end, senior transfer from Carter, uh, played really well last week. He was active off the edge. He was really wrecking havoc early in the game and is a solid, solid player. Loss of a yard. It's third and seven at the 39 of the Falcons for Fulton. Sweat backs out, looks to the sideline to get the call. Gets the snap, drifts back to pass, steps to his left, throws it down the field, overthrows his intended receiver. Incomplete. While we have a moment, let's go back to the studio, get a scoreboard update. Here's Eric Kane. Thank you very much, Vince. 13 to nothing. Anderson County currently leading Powell. That's Howard's second touchdown on the ground over on News Talk 987. At the end of one, it's 7 to 7 between Hardin Valley and Cleveland. McCauley is leading Webb 21 to nothing in the second, and South Dole all over Grace 27 to nothing, second quarter. Vince? Thank you very much, Eric. It's fourth and seven for Fulton, moving right to left here early in the second quarter. Six nothing Fulton with a not with nine forty two left to go in the first half. Tommy Sweat, the punter, gets off the kick. It's a pretty good one. Fair catch called for and reeled in by Jaden Horton. And Central will have their worst field position of the night, but it's still not bad at their own thirty. Excuse me, their own thirty four yard line. Caleb Fortner was doing a good job on that last series, applying pressure and really forcing uh, Fulton to get rid of the ball a lot sooner than they wanted to with the down and distance. But uh, we'll see as time goes on. A lot of these guys for Fulton are playing both ways and they're playing extremely hard and playing well. And uh, we'll see how much of a toll that takes as the night goes on. Central only 65 yards of total offense so far in the ball game. Dakota Falver five of nine passing. Central does have some yards on the ground, but some of that is via the quarterback, Falver. Man comes in motion and and moves to the tight end spot. Inside handoff, this is Moss. Trying to get to the corner, cuts up the field, and will pick up, excuse me, Mills. And he'll get a couple, actually maybe four or five on first down. Yeah, that was, that's been their best run of the night. They came out with a tight end set, and uh, it was really a wide zone. Uh, nice job of capturing the edge and getting him out in space. Dakota Falver, one of the best performances in week one, has missed on some throws. A fourth down throw in the end zone and a deep shot as well. Mills is alone back, the sophomore to the right of Falver. And Mills takes it, and he is grabbed in the backfield and then brought down as two Fulton Falcons were there right at the handoff. Seth Bond in the middle of the action once again. And they're they're playing, you know, the, the other than the first series, they've been completely an odd front uh, the rest of the way out. On that third down and shorter situation, they were in four down, but they're getting after him with one returning uh, starter for uh, Central up front. Three receiver, excuse me, four receiver look, two to either side. Far hash, and we had another whistle. And Don Central, 0 of 5 on third down tonight. That definitely is uh, different from last week. And uh, they just really haven't had a momentum play yet. Um, You know, 
Dakota Favre's done some things with his legs, but they just haven't had that big play or that big splash play, and you can't rely on it. So when you get a penalty, it makes it a little bit more difficult. It's third and nine now from the central 36-yard line for the Bobcats. Back to pass. Falver has some time. Looking deep middle. Has a man, but it's off the mark once again. Going deep for Isaiah Osborne, but Falver cannot connect. And it's fourth and nine with eight minutes left to go in this first half. Central still held without a score, lose down to Fulton, 6-0. You know, Vince, the, the protection was good and the throw, it just didn't look like they were on the same page. The receiver's, uh, 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 you know, route that he was running, it was the location of the ball and the throw was not the same. Punt is off. Two men back there deep in a fair catch, sliding catch. A little contact from there Central. Flag. And they did throw it. Doesn't have to be intentional, but you're not going to... Not allowed to make contact with the returner. It was a, kind of an awkward as Jones, Joshua Jones, a senior receiver, slid in there to make the catch, but had some contact, and that's going to add to the good field position. He was eight, he reeled it in at the 35-yard line for Fulton, but this is going to move the football up as Central adds to its issues with this penalty. Fulton really hasn't been the beneficiary of the the field position so far tonight. No, they sure haven't. They've just been able to cash in on one deep play as Tommy Sweat, Fulton's quarterback, hit receiver Joshua Jones on a 74-yard touchdown pass in Fulton's first possession after Central in their opening drive had an 11-play drive and came up empty, turnover on downs, and then Fulton cashed in. First and 10 for the Falcons at midfield. Sweat the quarterback back to pass, looking, sprints out to his right, still biding time. He will run down the sideline and will be will step out of bounds right at the 50-yard line, back at the original line of scrimmage. No gain, second and 10 for the Falcons. Good protection and uh, keeping the play alive with his legs. A lot really opposite of last week. You know, Dakota Falver made good decisions, not forcing balls and hurting you with his legs and, I tell you, uh, Tommy Sweat did a nice job there of, of really much the same. You know, Don, you're an O-line coach. Both of these teams with some question marks at the on the offensive line, seems like they've done a pretty good job tonight, right? They really have. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, a couple of runs. There was some issues here and there, but uh, all in all, the protection's been solid, and uh, they're still working to get the run game going. Single back. Here's a quarterback keep on the RPO. It's Tommy Sweat. Has room. He's got the first down as well. Past the 40. And there's a flag, actually a player down back near line of scrimmage. But he gets up. But it's a first down run. First time we've seen a designed yeah. run or at least an RPO was, option. It was, it was actually a misdirection run, bringing the back through and the quarterback reading, Tommy Sweat reading the end on the, on the give or not, and uh, read it well. He, he is in control right now. I, I'm really excited about watching the things he's doing. It's first and ten, good decision making. Tommy Sweat's numbers weren't impressive last week. 8 of 27, 123 yards, but Rob Black said Fulton had nine confirmed drops. That means they had more drops than catches last week, so he didn't get a ton of help. And here's a inside handoff, but not uh, not much happening. Tackle right at the line of scrimmage. No gain for the Falcons on first and 10. Good play by the central defensive front. And uh, talking to Coach Black before the game, the one thing they've been harping is uh, – you know, the guys up front just continue to, to, to move their feet, staying on the blocks, and uh, 
you know, all the things early on in the season. You know, keep working to get better and build off of last week and learning from last week. And the Gabe Newbert nose tackle in the middle of that tackle. It's second and ten for Fulton. Tommy Sweat, the quarterback, in control, calling out the signal. Single back to his right is McCovery and whistles here. Sweat, two of five passing, 78 yards, three rushes, 24 yards. And then, of course, 74 of those yards in the air coming on that hookup with Joshua Jones, our lone scorer of the ball game. That's a penalty on the Falcons' offense. Push it back to the 35-yard line. Second and 15 for Fulton at the... Now the football is at the 40-yard line of Central. Second and 15. 6-0. Falcons with the lead over the number one team in the state, the Central Bobcats. Four receiver look trips to the open field side. Sweat the quarterback. Gets a snap, has good protection, looking down the field, has a man, and it is incomplete. Just one hop, threw it over the linebacker in front of him and just had a little seam there, but it bounced into the intended receiver, Jones, and it's third and 15. Really well protected by Fulton up front. Uh, Central ran a twist and uh, really picked up well by the right side of the offensive line for Fulton. And, uh, you know, Talking to Coach Black, they've not been able to have as much contact throughout the fall mm-hmm. with some injuries, and uh, that takes a toll. And it was actually 11, not 1, as Fulton, honestly, their numbers are not the easiest to see. Not yeah. much contrast with Maroon and Black, <laughs> but we're doing our best. Sweat the quarterback on third and 15. Drifts to his right, has pressure. He'll sprint out to his left, has some room. 45, looks down the field, has a man, it's caught. That is near the first down marker. I think with forward progress, he's going to have the first down. Tommy Sweat keeps the play alive with his legs and makes an accurate throw on the run. That's a Falcons first down. Wow. And, again, Central Central running the twist, and where you run into problems with that is keeping contained. And, you know, Tommy didn't want to force the throw, didn't like it, got outside the pocket and made it happen. Big play there. We'll see if the Falcons can continue with the momentum. And cash in. The red zone was an issue for the Falcons last week. They were down 14-3 to South Doyle early in that ball game. A couple of trips in the red zone came up empty where they could have got back in the ball game. Two-back look, second man coming through, trying to get to the edge. Not much happening. Maybe a yard on the run, and there's a flag down as well. Again, the wide zone, and uh, it looked like it from up here. There was uh, some defenders for Central uh, working to string the play out, and you always worry about the hands and the jersey and uh, – he got the whole call. Fulton last week mentioned 123 yards in the air. Only rushed for 52 a week ago. McCovery with 12 yards rushing. Walton, the freshman who is was not in the starting lineup today, with 24 yards. And then Sweat had 11. So we're used to Fulton being able to really run the rock. And they have not been able to in... Uh, so far in this season that's our 10th penalty of the game fourth on Fulton for 40 yards central six for 45 
first and 20 for the Falcons. Now back to the central 32-yard line. Sweat the quarterback, fakes the screen to the right, has room up the middle, 30, 25. He lowers his shoulder and then spins out of a tackle, gets to the 20-yard line. That's 12 more on the ground for Tommy Sweat, and that makes third down a little more manageable. Great call. It was a a fake bubble screen and a lead, really lead draw. Uh, Back doing a nice job getting his hat on uh, the central linebacker and uh, Tommy Sweat. Good yardage and, uh, again, helping an offensive line that's not that experienced. Check that. That was first down, so that makes this second down, second and eight after the penalty. It kept it at first down. So second and eight from the central 20-yard line. Fulton moving right to left, 6 nothing lead, 4.30 left to go in this first half. Sweat. Central showing pressure. Three receivers at the top. Sweat sees that pressure, sprints out to his left. 25-20 looking down the field. He's already out of bounds, but it's incomplete. And threw it away, in essence, and uh, didn't take a loss there. Makes it third and eight. He felt the pressure, and I'll tell you what, nice job by uh, McCovery coming coming across, scanning across the protection and picking up the blitzer off the edge. That's got to be hard for young yeah. running backs, right? Yeah, and it, it, it really, you know, he felt it, but McCovery did a nice job. He, You know, they were showing it from the field, and uh, he came right across, scanned across, put his hat on him, and, uh, just enough pressure to flush Tommy out of the pocket. Bryson Rosser was really impressed with Tommy Sweat. By the way, Bryson Rosser was Tommy Sweat. He's the scout team quarterback for his own team. That's impressive. <laughs> that's 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 a way to get your uh, your defense fired up. The former college quarterback is Central head coach Bryson Rosser. It's third and eight. I'd say, well, let's keep it here. Here, I don't want to miss this critical third down. And Johnson, what do you think in this situation here, third and eight from the 20? You know, it's – I like the decisions that Tommy Sweat's been making. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, they, they, they've been protecting well. Uh, and, and, really, they got some good mileage on that last draw. So, uh, uh, you know, I'm good with either here. Uh, you know, whether he wants to drop back and throw it, protect the football, don't take points off the board. Uh, but uh, I'll tell you what, I, I give Fulton credit. Their offensive line is doing a nice job. Week one to week two, and, uh, you know, a lot of guys that are, are, are new out there playing and playing both ways. Well, Don, you mentioned the injuries, and that has been a, a factor. They're already without a backup offensive and defensive lineman in trade deets. Uh, also, one of, of their offensive linemen that started last week uh, is not Tate, is not in the lineup tonight. And so they already have some youth up there but they have done a very nice job this is a very aggressive central defense and fulton has done well at the line of scrimmage and that's a six nothing lead and looking for more third and eight from the 20 yard line of the bobcats man comes in motion fake on the jet sweep low option looks what keeps it and he cannot get out of the grasp of unique valentine who is some kind of specimen and he was able to reel in sweat after a gain of just two and it's fourth and long but this is uh uh, the area where you could either go long field goal or you can go for it well that was a nice nice play by valentine he really really slow played it uh forced tommy to string it out a little bit He, he he worked a cut up field and valentine did a nice job making the play and so it will be a field goal attempt for Fulton. It's Joseph Mojica, the junior, 5'11", 175. Consistent inside of 35. That's the where this is. Snap, hold, kick is up, and it is good. Joseph wow. Mojica, the junior, 
knocks in a 35-yard field goal. Second straight game, he has cashed in with a field goal. That extends the Falcons' lead. 3.32 left to go in the first half. It is Fulton 9, Central nothing. This is the KOC Game of the Week. You're listening to the KOC Game of the Week on 990 AM WNML. Now with former UT assistant coach Don Mahoney, here's Vince Ferrara. Short kickoff return by Braden Gaston for the Bobcats. Brings it out to the 30-yard line. That's where Central will take over here with 324 left to go in the first half. Central trails Fulton 9-0. Stunning many. Seeing the number one team in the state unable to get on the scoreboard as Central has gotten a big-time challenge here in the Battle of Broadway from the Fulton Falcons. Here is Falver looking, has a man caught, and then immediately cut down. Not much happening there as the back leaked out. Dakota Mitchell, the sophomore, and a gain of a couple on first down. Nice job flying to the football. You got Cameron Stokes, the linebacker, who's, again, a two-way player. Give give them credit. Fulton is really, really getting after the ball on both sides. Joseph Mojica hit a 35-yard field goal for Fulton to make it 9-0 Falcons. That scoring drive, nine plays, 32 yards, 420. Time of possession for Fulton. Falver on second and six from their own 34. Back to the right. Four receiver look, trips to the open side of the field. Gets the snap, does Falver. Fakes on the bubble screen. He's going to be swarmed under at the 31-yard line. He falls forward, and it looked like Zurt Hudson, who did not. He's a, a, a starter normally. He did not play in week one. He did not start this ball game, but was available. They didn't want to take any chances with him last week, and he steps in and uh, ends up getting, I don't know if it's a sack or not. Actually, it was a loss on the play, so I guess it will be a sack for Hudson. They're really doing a good job of mixing guys in and out in that three-down front. As many guys as they have going both ways, it's really a nice job by the by the Fulton staff. Big third down here. Central doesn't want to give Fulton another opportunity for points. Here's a snap. Falver, receiver screen, has blockers out in front, 35, gets to the 40, and that's close to the first down marker. Might be a yard short. And then a decision for Bryson Rosser. He's back in his own territory, but it's a yard. And Central He's would, going. yeah, and it is a yard short, fourth and one, and the offense stays on the field on fourth and one. So what's the call here for Central's offense, Don? Well, they're in a they're in a, a four a, a four receiver set, three by one set, either the downhill zone read. See if they try to draw them offside. This this happened last week, and they ended in up the snapping day, same hash. Yep. Falver waits a snap. He gets it. Fakes on the screen. Then throws the screen. Has blockers in front. Has the first down caught. Down the sideline. Blocker breaks the tackle. 50-45. That is Braden Gaston, who had three touchdown catches last week. They finally get the football to one of their perimeter playmakers, and that is good for a huge central first down. Critical, critical on the down going for it. And uh, like you and I talked a minute ago, they haven't had the big splash play yet. Maybe that's that's something to get them going. Clock briefly stopped and then restarted after the first down. Now under a minute left to go in the half. First and 10 from the Fulton 42-yard line. Single back is Merritts with Favre, the quarterback, gets a snap, another receiver screen. Caught near the line of scrimmage and immediately hit and then held on to by the Fulton defender, 
nowhere to go there. That's going to be a loss of a couple on the play, and we'll make it second and long. Clock continues to roll, 36 seconds, 35. Central has one timeout left, and Central is huddling here with the football at the 45-yard line on second and 13, 26. And now the clock stops, and now wow. Central takes a timeout. I'll tell you, Fulton is flying to the football. They, they've got momentum, and they are playing extremely well. So the throw to Gaston on fourth and one ended up being the biggest play we've seen on offense from Central. You credit the the coverage, you think, for why Gaston hasn't been able to get loose tonight? Yeah, you know, I think, too, the protection has been, you know, pretty consistent. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, and there's times where, you know, Dakota has not really forced it, but needs to not force it, but trust it, trust the receiver and and cutting it loose. But, um, you know, I think he's dependent a little bit on his legs and uh, just needs to cut it loose. 26 seconds left to go. In the first half, Fulton leading at home over the number one team in 5A, the Central Bobcats. Falver has been sharper on this drive. Four for four, 34 yards. A little bit of a slow start last week. Did have some drops, but then got into a rhythm as the game went on and certainly found uh, his groove throughout that entire ball game in the week one win over Cleveland. You know, Coach Ross for this week, inconsistency was something they wanted to to uh, be more consistent in their play. He said that, you know, felt like they were inconsistent at times. And uh, Sec- Excuse me, down second and 13 from the 45. Stepping up in the pocket is Faber deep middle incomplete. Had a defender and a receiver there. Falls incomplete. That stops the clock with 19.9 left to go in this first half, and it'll be now third and 13. But back to the point, he, he wanted to get more consistent, and that was the one thing, as we said, is the score being what it was last week. You know, what, what can you build off of? Well, we got to be more consistent. Big play here. Can Central get a big play, at least get in the range to throw something into the end zone? Third and 13 from the Fulton 45-yard line for the Bobcats moving left to right. Central, 0 of 7 on third down. Falver, pressure. He's going backwards, and he's going to be sacked all the way back at the 40-yard line of Central. Huge play. One timeout left for Central. Eight seconds, seven seconds, unless the scoreboard is incorrect. 4-3, Central is not going to snap the football, and that's going to be the end of the first half. Wow, what a way to close out the half for the home team. I'll tell you. The Fulton Falcons defense comes up big, keeps Central off the board here at the half, and they get the ball to start the second half. You know it, and wow, what a start to this ball game for the Fulton Falcons in the 55th Battle of Broadway at the half. It's Fulton 9, Central nothing. Coming up, Eric Kane with all the scores from around the area on our New Balance of Knoxville Halftime Report. That is next. Stay with us. This is the KOC Game of the Week. You're listening to the KOC Game of the Week on 990 AM WNML. Now with former UT assistant coach Don Mahoney, here's Vince Ferrara. Halftime, a little bit of a surprising score for many as the home team, the Fulton Falcons, leads the number one team in the state in Class 5A, the Central Bobcats, 9-0 here in the Battle of Broadway. Great to have you with us. I'm Vince Farrar alongside Don Mahoney, and let's get you the first half stats before our second half kickoff. Of course, Fulton with that 9-0 lead. We'll recap the scoring for you. 
first drive of the first half for Fulton. It was actually set up by a great defensive stand by the Fulton defense. Central, down on that opening drive, went for it on a fourth down near midfield, fake punt, got the first down, then converted on another fourth down via a penalty after an incomplete pass on fourth down. Pass interference kept the drive alive. And then Central wasn't able to cash in despite great field position on its opening possession when 11 plays but Fulton got a stop on fourth down and then after that they turned it around with a four play 87 yard scoring drive in just a minute 15 as Tommy Sweat Fulton Falcons quarterback hit Joshua Jones on a 74 yard touchdown catch that that was huge you go from central keeping the football and having a long drive not able to cash in Fulton quick strike and just like that Falcons have some energy against the number one team in the state and I think that's really the the, the, the first half. It, it stayed that way. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, I didn't really see Central recover from that to gain momentum and uh, hit a big play to get some momentum back on their side. And Central continued to, take it, uh, to have great field position. They just weren't able to take advantage of it. Then they, Fulton, uh, excuse me, Central had the football in uh, Fulton territory at the Fulton 44-yard line. Got down to the Fulton 32, able to move down to the to uh, inside the red zone, but not able to cash in on a couple of occasions. Central's offense uh, in Fulton getting some stops on on defense on fourth down. Only other scoring in the first half was late in the first half as Joseph Mojica for the Falcons hit a 35-yard field goal that made it 9 nothing Fulton, and that's our halftime score. So here are the stats here in the first half. Total yards in the first half, Fulton 138, Central 89. Passing, Fulton 3 of 8 for 92 yards. Central 9 of 15, 56 yards. Falcons outrushed the Bobcats in the first half, 46-33. to 33. Central with the advantage in first downs, 5-4. to four. Both teams punted twice, very short yardage at about 26 yards per punt on each side. Fulton, four penalties, 40 yards. Central, six penalties, 45 yards. You, Coach, you you add on the penalties to what Central was on first down, on excuse me, on third down, 0 of 8 on third down to Fulton's 1 of 5. Central actually was able to cash in a couple of times on fourth down, including late in that first half, where on a fourth and one, a screen pass to Braden Gaston, they were able to get into Fulton territory, but then Fulton's defense came up with a big stop and, and kept the Bobcats from getting on the board late in the half. Yeah, they, uh, again, their their coverage has been solid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they haven't allowed a big splash play uh, to, you know, let Central continue a drive. And, and it'll be interesting to watch this half to see what, Central does on first and second down. Are they are they battling a longer third down situation? They haven't really necessarily been outside the chains, but uh, you know, making it a, a harder third down conversion for them. Time of possession in Central's favor: fourteen fifty-seven to Fulton's nine oh three. Fulton average starting field position their own thirty-one. Central their own forty-two. And they've started in Fulton territory as well. Leading rusher for Central, Mills. Shannon Mills, five carries, nine yards. Quarterback Dakota Falver, seven carries, eight yards. However, he was sacked twice for minus 18 yards, so that's how he got down to that low number. Mentioned Falver, 9 of 15, passing for 56. 
receiving for the Bobcats in the first half. Liam Fortner, three catches, 16 yards. Makai Anderson, three catches, nine yards. Braden Gaston, two for 24, including that big one on fourth down late in the half. For Fulton, leading rusher was quarterback Tommy Sweat. Five rushes, 32 yards. And then, much like we saw Dakota Falver last week, kept a lot of plays alive as well with his legs. It, even that, that stat number doesn't account for him. Absolutely. He's, uh, you know, much like, you know, we watched last week, he has not forced a bad throw, uh, you know, protecting the football and, and keeping his legs and keeping plays alive. Mac McCovery running back for Fulton, start of the ball game, five carries, eight yards. Tommy Sweat, three of eight, passing for 92 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the two leading receivers, Joshua Jones, two catches, 78 yards in that 74-yard touchdown. And, and then um, Don uh, Durantre Peebles, the sophomore, with one catch for 14 yards. And that's a look at the first half stats. So for Central, what would you like to see them try to do to get this going? And they're going to start out on defense, but... Well, what what we do you they, want to see from the Bobcats? They need they need to get some energy. They need they need a a, 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 a play in which the sideline uh, becomes alive because I, I think they're all searching right now, and uh, so they need to get out and start with a big stop, and then they need an explosive play, and they need to really work on even possibly going faster on offense because they just seem like they're they're moving at a pace in which. You know, they're, they're not gaining momentum. They get, they've got to work to, to, to find a, uh, a splash play. Fulton won this game last year 18-9. to That was the lowest point total in a game all of last season for the defending state champs. That was also the last time that Central lost the ball game. Wow. Because Central yeah. comes in this ball game in a 14-game winning streak. Last loss was in game two of last season to Fulton, and that set – the Bobcats back to 0 and 2 at the time. One out the rest of the way, won their opener this week. And Bryson Rosser even admitted, "Hey, when Fulton beat us last week, it made us question what we were doing." And they were able to get back on track afterwards. Central will kick off and foot into ball, and we're underway with the kickoff, and it will go out of bounds. That's not how you want to start the half. As the kickoff, Dylan Cole. Send it out of bounds, so it'll be pretty good starting field position for the Fulton Falcons. Get the ball at their own 35-yard line. Falcons will move right to left with the offense led by Tommy Sweat back out onto the field. Fulton last year 10 and 2, just like was the case the last two years. Fulton with a first-round playoff win over Lenore City, and then lost in the second round to Catholic uh, a year ago in the state playoffs. Rob Black in his ninth season at the helm at Fulton. Bryson Rosser in his sixth season at the controls at Central High School. So, ready to get the first play from scrimmage underway here in the second half. Fulton leading Central 9-0. Tommy Sweat, two back look. One to either side, two receivers to the near side of the field. Low snap, and Sweat has he rolls off to his left, has late pressure throws, has a man Jones caught at the 45-yard line right near the sticks. That's going to be close to a Fulton first down. This is a formation that they uh, they showed late in the second quarter and uh, mixing in uh, the run and now coming out with the pass with it. And that will move the chains. First down for Fulton, a 10-yard hookup from Sweat to to Jones on the first play. 
from scrimmage here in the second half. Stay in the same formation. Again, they ran the wide zone out of this from the running game uh, standpoint, but uh, opened up with a throw to start this half. McCovery with the handoff, a little zone run to the right side, cuts it up the field, and then carries a couple of tackler, tacklers, uh, Noah Parker amongst others, there for the tackle for Central. Wide zone play, and uh, Central did a nice job setting the edge. Back had to plan it and get north and south as fast as he could and kept it a productive play. Stayed inside the chain, second and eight. Ran to the side of Unique Valentine, the talented senior defensive end. It's had a good start to the 2019 season. Gain of two on first down, second and eight. For Fulton from their own 47-yard line. Same split back look. Sweat the quarterback gets a snap. Both backs protecting. Throwing far side. Caught at the 50. Spins forward. Breaks a tackle. And able to get the first down. Down to the 44-yard line. And Fulton has its second first down of the drive. Boy, nice timing. Nice timing with, uh, you know, the throw, the catch. Really on point. And that was Adrian Roberson on the catch. And then the yards after the catch to get the first down. So Tommy Sweat, two for two, two first down hookups through the air here in this third quarter. The Falcons leading 9 nothing. Football's at the Central 49. Central showing blitz. Uh, a run to the right side, but that's going to be a tackle for loss. Goodness. Central able to swarm. And run to the football on that run. There's the energy we talked about. Valentine did a nice job, but it all started with the internal pressure. They brought the inside Mike linebacker. Time to snap well and uh, force them right now outside the chains. Second and 12 for Fulton. Loss of two on the play. We were talking uh, uh, earlier about Bryson Rosser. What a job he has done in elevating this program as the defending state champions, but when you start a new season, you have a new group of kids, a new chemistry, and you can learn a lot from week one and week two. Central showing pressure. Sweat has time, goes deep into double coverage and overthrew everybody. Incomplete, and it'll be third and 12. Well, I really like the composure Tommy Sweat is showing, in it, and it starts with up front. I mean, he did a nice job, had a nice cup in the pocket, stepped up, just... You know, overthrew it just a bit. Jaden Horton, the free safety, came over to help Connor Williamson, who was in coverage, and that was Joshua Jones, the intended receiver, who had the 74-yard touchdown catch, our only TD of the ball game. 9.58 left to go in this third quarter here at Fulton High School. They got to hurry. Five seconds on the play clock. Third and 12, Sweat gets the snap in time. Going to set up a screen. Has it caught the 49, 50, breaks the tackle, 45, fights for the 40-yard line. It's going to be short of a first down, but nearly broke it and got a chunk of it back. Now we'll see if Fulton decides to go for it here on fourth down. Yep, it was the freshman, just the freshman, Marcellus Jackson, 5'10", 167. As Fulton, because of some injuries and a smaller roster, has had to go and develop their freshman team and then use some of those guys. And Fulton will bring out the punt team. It's Tommy Sweat, the quarterback. So Central has to be in a punt safe. Sweat gets the punt off. 
And it will bounce and take a Fulton bounce. It might, it might have hit a central bobcat. Fulton jumps on it, and let's see. Yes, it Fulton is. football. It, it was a short punt and came back, took a central bounce, but on the way back it hit a white jersey, and Fulton pounced on it at the 26-yard line. A huge play in this ball game, and Fulton's offense back out on the field. Wow. You know, and, and that really, it, it falls on the returner. He needs to be more vocal, alerting for guys to get away. I don't think they, they lost sight of where the ball was bouncing. So Fulton forced a punt on their opening drive, but then a central fumble gives Fulton the football right back. Sweat has a man in the flat, caught, gets a block in front of him, spins out of it, and able to get positive gain on first down. That was Jackson won again, uh, once again, the, the freshman uh, wide receiver. He is explosive. Uh, you better rally to the football and tackle him. He's making things happen. And uh, I think, obviously, Coach Black's uh, found something there. He wants to get the ball in his hands, and I, I don't blame him. Jackson and Peebles, the two receivers to the top. Single back look this time. Tommy Sweat lifts his leg, puts it down, sends a man in motion. Now a fake to the right, and then a run up the middle. Makes one man miss at the 20, and then is taken down. Nice open field tackle for Central, and that could have been a big play. Same same play earlier, Vince. They, they're really reading the Mike linebacker. As he goes ahead and pumps fake to the three-receiver side, the Mike backer jumps outside. He's going to go ahead and keep it on a quarterback design draw, RPO. Malik Robinson with the – open field tackle it does make this third down pretty manageable mm-hmm. for fulton third and two from the central 18 yard line exactly eight minutes left to go in the third quarter clock continuing to run fulton leading central nine nothing bobcats showing blitz single coverage all the way around trips to the top single receiver near side that's where they're going to jones and in one hops on the throw incomplete couldn't take advantage of the single coverage with jones coming near side but it's fourth and two, and it will be another field goal attempt for Fulton. He felt some of that pressure and had to come off that throw. It was just slightly behind, but uh, Central, they definitely had the ears pinned back and coming at him and not as solid as they've been in protection. And Don, the exact same spot yeah. on this field goal as Joseph Mojica will come out and attempt a 35-yard field goal. He hit a 35-yarder in the second quarter. Holders, Tommy Sweat, long snappers, Cameron Stokes. Snap, hold, kick. It's a line drive kick, and it is good. Joseph Mojica, the junior place kicker for the Falcons, puts his second field goal through, both from 35 yards out. 7.47 left to go in the third quarter. It's Fulton 12, Central nothing. This is the KOC Game of the Week. By you. You're listening to the KOC Game of the Week on 990 AM WNML. Now with former UT assistant coach Don Mahoney, here's Vince Ferrara. Kickoff bounces to Braden Gaston, who picks it up and takes it to the house. A kickoff return for a touchdown for Central. Exactly what the Bobcats needed to get some energy and some juice. And Central is within six. It's 12 to six. PAT attempt now by Jared Swislaski. The snap, the hold, the kick is up, and it is good. 
kickoff return for a touchdown by Braden Gaston. We'll tell you about it more when we come back. 7.29 left to go in the third quarter. Fulton 12, Central 7. This is the KOC Game of the Week. Prohibited. You're listening to the KOC Game of the Week on 990 AM WNML. Now with former UT assistant coach Don Mahoney, here's Vince Ferrara. Dylan Cole, kicker for Central with the energy on that kickoff, which sails into the end zone. He hasn't had one looking that good all night long. But Central now with the momentum after the 82-yard kickoff return for a touchdown by Braden Gaston after the Falcons uh, on their previous scoring drive went 11 plays, 47 yards, 4 minutes and 13 seconds. Joseph Mojica, 35-yard field goal. And so in kickoff, though, run back by Central. And it's 12-7 Fulton, 7.29 left to go in the third quarter. Tommy Sweat, quarterback for Fulton, leading the offense, giving out the signals. Four receiver look two to either side. Pressure shown up the middle. Here comes pressure. Throw, and it's going to be picked off at the 42 and then stumbling down after the interception for Central. That is Deontay White with the interception. He couldn't keep his feet or else he would have had a big return. But just like that kickoff return for a TD, interception on the first play of the next drive, and here comes the number one team in the state. Now with a football at the Fulton 35-yard line, down 12-7, to and now there's an injured Fulton Falcons player, maybe a cramp. And has to come off the field. I think that is Seth Vaughn. Just the momentum we were talking about. Uh, yep. Building off of that. Big kick on the kickoff. And uh, turnover. So we'll see what Fowler can do. Man coming in motion is Fortner. He's going to take it on the little shovel up. Cuts it up the field is Fortner. And he has hit hard, but not after gaining four yards on first down. And you can sense that Central still has some juice. And now another Fulton Falcons player is down near where the tackle was made. You know, we talked about it, how many players they have going both ways. Yep. And uh, obviously second half, emotional rivalry game. And uh, you always want it and, and emphasizing it to your players about hydrating. And uh, that's the case. Well, Don Fulton had a ton of guys cramping last week. Mm-hmm. They got nicked up. They already had a couple of guys that were out last week. few guys that aren't even back for this ball game for Fulton. We mentioned they're one of their backup offensive linemen in trade deeds. They don't have Jay Jeffrey Riddle, who is a starting safety, starting wide receiver, and their backup quarterback. He's still out for the game. He didn't play for this game. He didn't play last week as well and had a couple of guys that were banged up and questionable. Some have played, some have not. And it's a smaller roster, as we've talked about. And it's a warm night, beautiful night, but a warm night. So it is, it's, and that's part of the reason probably that Bryson Rosser, even though probably didn't see what he wanted to from his team, probably wasn't overly concerned because he feels like, hey, we got a deeper roster and maybe we can start to wear on the Falcons. Second and five from the Fulton 30-yard line. We get a scoreboard momentarily. Inside handoff, this is Mills. A little delay, but he's able to fight for the first down marker, and I think he's got it down to the 24-yard line. Let's go back to the studio and get a scoreboard update. Here's Eric Kane. 
Thank you very much, Vince. On FM 99.1, it's Anderson County that just scored again. 27-12 lead over Powell. Austin Elliott finds pay dirt. That game's in the third quarter. News Talk 98.7, Harden Valley is now trailing for the first time on the night. 14-13 to to Cleveland. That game's in the third quarter. And at the half, it's 28 to nothing. Alcoa over Austin East. Vince? Thank you very much, Eric. Here, Fulton leads Central 12-7. to Bobcats driving. Two back look, first and 10 from the 24. Mills bounces to the outside. He lowers his shoulder and then gets upended, flipped at the 20-yard line, but it's still a good run for the Bobcats on first down. Really back-to-back, and that, that run before was what we saw last week, Vincent, was the same hash. They brought the, the motion for showing the jet sweep and uh, just came back with the inside zone. Yeah, Makai Anderson, who had a good week one in an expanded role, taking over for so many of the notable Central Bobcats no longer on this team. Two-back look with Mills and Makai Anderson, who's been the focus of this drive. Three-receiver look. Here's a fake throw, but second man coming through on the run at the 20, 50, trying to get the corner 10, and he will be pushed out of bounds inside the five-yard line. There is a flag down about the 21-yard line. That was Mills that time on the run. Came from from the left side, and then Staying on the ground in the wide zone, yep. which I mentioned earlier leads to sometimes the, the, the maintaining and fighting to sustain that block. And it's on the other side as well. It's Fulton doing a good job of working to get off the block is where those flags come into play. Yeah, and uh, just like you've talked about, probably on a receiver. We don't get a number on the high school level. It's never up front. No, no. You got to know who's dealing. Who well, you're depend, dealing with depends now, right? on who the coach that's is. Right, that's right. That's right. Hey, you and the squib kick. And, you know, I, if I had to, if I had a rule, I'd say there's no warm-ups before the game. Let's just tee it up and play. So you got your squib last week. I got a chance to pull that. Maybe one day in a blowout, we'll get Coach Mahoney's <laughs> top ten pet peeves in football. That'll be entertaining. Second and eighteen from the thirty-two. Here's Makai Anderson, goes to the outside, cuts it up the field, and then is able to wiggle his way ahead to about the 28-yard line. So four yards for Anderson on that second down run. Great run. And I'll tell you, Coach Coach Rosser's staying on the ground right now. He's got a feel. More Falcons coming off the field cramps. He's got a feel right now with the formation and on the ground, and that was a great run. It was a patient run. It was a wide zone in which they, they, they did a nice job. Fulton did on the edge. He planted it and got north and south and got productive yards. This is the best their run game has looked thus far. But Central has not been able to cash in on their drives and field, possessions, field positions tonight. Second time they starting, they've started a drive inside Fulton territory, this last one off of an interception. Third and 13 from the Fulton 27-yard line. Fulton leads 12-7, six minutes left to go in the third quarter. Wide receiver screen caught and fighting for the first down. Marker still on his feet, and he's going to bull forward. And and three Fulton Falcons fighting to keep him beyond the yard marker. But I think Gaston may get forward progress on that. We'll see. It's going to be close. If he did not get it, it's going to be close. But that was a tough, tough run. Man. Boy, it's tight. And Gaston is going to come off the field here on fourth and one. So we'll see what this formation looks like. Fourth and one from the central 16-yard line. What an opportunity here for the Bobcats and the Falcons looking for a big defensive stop. It's a heavy look. 
two backs plus a wing to the right. Got movement. They didn't call it. Had movement on the left side of the line. He didn't call it. And now there's the snap, but we have whistles. Time out. Oh, timeout. Time wow. Central yeah. calls the timeout. Well, he got away with one, Vince. Had movement on the left side. Uh, and uh, Fulton was reacting to that. We'll keep it here. I'm going to make sure we get this fourth down play in. What a critical play in this ball game. Central's down one score, but an opportunity in the red zone. Fulton's got stops down here before. I think the way that they've been running the ball this drive stayed on the ground. We're seeing more guys that are coming off where fatigue is, is I think, settling in. And it's still enough time in this third and fourth, Vince, but as hard as Fulton's been playing, I think it's taking a toll on some guys. They're, they're getting up off the ground a little slower. There's been more punishing runs by uh, a Central in this drive. Coming up in the post-game show, it'll be the New Balance of Knoxville post-game scoreboard show. As Eric King will have all the finals from around the area. We'll talk to our winning coach tonight here in our KOC game of the week and much more. You don't want to miss it on your drive home or wherever you're listening to us tonight. And we appreciate you doing so here on AM 990. I'm Vince Ferrara alongside Don Mahoney. It is fourth and one for the Bobcats moving left to right. Football is at the Fulton 15-yard line. Central has gotten a couple of stops on fourth down before and a shift in formation. Now you got three receivers to the left. They're going to throw that way. Caught first down, breaking a tackle, and into the end zone for a touchdown. What a play as the Bobcats have taken the lead. It's 13-12, a touchdown pass from Dakota Falver, his first of the night. And that one goes to Isaiah Osborne. And it is 13-12 Central with a lead over Fulton Another fourth in one throw. And now Central is going to switch out from a field goal unit to bring the offense out onto the field. That means, actually, no, they are going to switch this. Let's see. No, that nope, is the quarterback. Is. It is, yes. Yep, Falver. And now let's see if Fulton is going to call a timeout. Fulton. Yep, Fulton yes. was not prepared for that. They had the field goal unit on the field. Central switched it quickly. We'll keep it here. As Central looking to go for two, that would get you to 14, but it, it would, excuse me, to 15, that would give you a three-point lead at this point. Yeah. A PAT would just put you up two. So we've seen some uh, some strategy. Fulton missing their first uh, PAT with a bobbled snap, and if that was the case, then we wouldn't see Central likely going for two potentially here because it'd be a 13-13 game. You kick the PAT and you go up one. So that missed extra point on the first Fulton touchdown uh, could be costly in this tight ball game. Yeah, it's uh, every point's critical right now down, uh, uh, you know, the rest of the, the rest of the way. And, and I know Fulton sideline was not happy with that because it was, it was a, a kicking look team that was out there and then they were running off and, so the confusion of timeout uh, taken, which was smart. I mean, it's a critical, critical play in the game. So Central going for two, a three-receiver look. After the 15-yard touchdown pass from Faber to Os- Osborne. Single-back look. H-back comes in motion to his left. 
Back to passes. Faber looking left side, and it's tipped Very at the line of scrimmage and incomplete. So the two-point attempt is no good. 4.53 left to go in the third quarter. It's Central 13, Fulton 12. This is the KOC Game of the Week. You're listening to the KOC Game of the Week on 990 AM WNML. Now with former UT assistant coach Don Mahoney, here's Vince Ferrara. 4.53 left to go in the third quarter. It's Central leading Fulton 13-12. to 12. 13 and answered for the Bobcats here in this second half. A Braden Gaston 82-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Then first play for Fulton, an interception at the 35-yard line by Deontay White. Backup corner for Central. And the Bobcats get a 15-yard, excuse me, 16-yard touchdown pass from Falver to Osborne. And two-point conversion, no good. And the kickoff will go into the end zone for a touch, an automatic touchback. Central's drive, six plays, 65 yards, 233. The scoring, the, the time of possession on the scoring drive. Dakota Falver, three of three, 31 yards on the drive, including that 16-yard TD pass. And Central not able to convert on the PAT, a pass knocked down at the line of scrimmage. That's what I was wanting to point out. James Coleman playing both ways made a nice play on that. A lot of energy playing both ways and playing extremely well. And Coleman, you're right, playing both ways, the starting right guard. He's also pretty much the top backup should anybody else go down. And this is sweat. He's going to be swarmed under. That's a loss on the run on first down for Fulton. Flag down. Great timing by Tyler Boast. Really timed the snap count. Ooh, face mask wow. on Central. That is big because the Falcons have not had anything going here in the last two drives. Interception in a negative run prior to that, but that's a big penalty on Central. That's going to give the Falcons a first down and move the football out to their own 33-yard line. 13-12, Central leading Fulton with 13 unanswered, 4.45 left to go in the third quarter. Recovery, the lone back to the right of quarterback Tommy Sweat, the junior, 6'3", 194. Sweat wore number nine last year, switched to the number 10 this season, put on 10 pounds, and he has been a dual threat at that QB spot. And the officials still sorting this out, standing over the football and slowly, everybody's going back to their position, but still don't have clearance for a snap. Now we do. First and 10 from the 35. Here is Sweat. Has a man caught at the 40. Breaks the tackle at the 40. And then leveled from behind by Unique Valentine, but that is good for a first down. That's Adrian Roberson with another catch in a first down for the Falcons. You got to get him down. He gets loose and he's gone. I'll tell you what, that was a nice job by uh, Central Defense swarming to the football. They are, it's, you know, the tale of two teams with the emotions. Now now Central has it building off the momentum that they've, they've established. Second first down of the drive. First one via penalty. That one through the air from Sweat to Roberson. Football's at the Fulton 46-yard line. Falcons moving right to left. 
four receivers trips to the top. And another whistle and movement on the front for the Falcons and Sweat frustrated. Our referee tonight is Jay Davis. Our umpire, Cornbread Jones. Our line judge is Alex Green. The head linesman is Daniel Mount. The back judge is Justin Lowry. Clock operator, Jason Hyatt. And the 25-second clock manned by David Mraz. Central's really working to time these pressures. They're, they're mixing them from the edge to internal pressure. Uh, really working to do a nice job of uh, putting them as they are right now outside the chains. It's first and 15. What a ball game here in our KOC game of the week. Here's a snap, a little option, looking to keep by Sweat. And he carries tackles balls on the ground, but no, they're going to say he's down. down. I think that was a good call. Central picked it up and started running with it, but Sweat was down at the 48-yard line. Valentine limping off. Hmm. Can't afford to lose and him. He is. He could not make it as he fell, went to the ground, I think. Hopefully that's a cramp. I believe so. The way he's working to stretch right now, I'm with right. you. I, I, yeah, he's he's working to get stretched out. Tell you what, we'll take a timeout. 321 left to go in the third quarter. The number one team in the state in 5A Central, 13. Fulton, 12 in the Battle of Broadway. This is the KOC. You're listening to the KOC Game of the Week on 990 AM WNML. Now with former UT assistant coach Don Mahoney, here's Vince Ferrara. Passing the flat, Tommy Sweat hits running back Mac McCovery and a run after the catch. McCovery picks up the first down for the Fulton Falcons, continuing this drive as we're under three minutes left to go in the third quarter. Central with 13 unanswered here in the second half, leading Fulton 13-12 to alongside former Tennessee assistant Don Mahoney. I am Vince Ferrar. We'll get a scoreboard update in just a moment. Right now, Fulton on first and 10 at the Central 41-yard line. Central showing pressure off the edge. Four receivers, chips to the top. Design run by Sweat up the middle, just patiently finding a hole and gaining a couple on first down. Let's go back to the studio and get a score update. Here's Eric Kane. Yes, yeah, and more unanswered points scored, 21 of which for Cleveland over Hardin Valley. Now that score is 28-13 to 13 in the third quarter. Over on FM 99-1, it was just a 39 field goal by Daniel Bethel, 30-20 to 20 Anderson County leading Powell, and it is 17-13 West leading Farragut. That game is in the third quarter. Guys? Thank you very much, Eric. Second and eight for the Falcons after the two-yard run by quarterback Tommy Sweat, the junior. On first down, Paul's at the 38-yard line. Here comes pressure up the middle for Central Sweat. Design run has blockers in front of him. Uh, Central Bobcat player down near the line of scrimmage, not happy. That was a very slow developing play, sort of a designed outside run and maybe just a gain of a yard for, for Fulton. That was much the same as earlier. He had the big yards on it where it's a, a it's a read uh, with the back coming through off of the give, keep, uh, uh, you know, run game with that, and, and he did a nice job. Actually, check that. I'm sorry. that That's good for a first down. It was actually ruled out of bounds at the 30-yard line and needed to get to the 31, so that does move the chains. I thought – the, the official was marking him at 35, but player down for Central. That's big 55, Tyler Boast, who has been very active here in the second half. They were bringing him on the pressure. He got caught up inside with, uh, you know, a couple of the down linemen, and uh, it was a good read by Tommy Sweat. 
Vince, a couple plays ago, I thought mm-hmm. it was a great call by Coach Black. They ran the, uh, it was actually the running back screen. And uh, as much pressure as they're bringing in the rush and the momentum, I thought it was a well-designed and well-blocked play. Well, Tommy Sweat has been active both on the ground and through the air. 9 of 17 passing, 143 yards, and a touchdown. One interception last week, only eight completions. Here's McCovery, zone run outside, and then he is tripped up short of the 30-yard line. It's going to be a loss of a yard on the play. So Sweat last week, 8 of 27. This week, 9 of 17. Hasn't had the drops that he did last week. Also Sweat, 9 rushes, 60 yards, and a great job of eluding that central rush. Tell you what, that was great penetration by the central front and Caleb Fortner. He's been very active off the edge in their pressure packages that they're showing. Second and 11 from the central 31-yard line. We're under a minute left to go in this third quarter. Central with a one-point lead over Fulton. Fulton driving. Back to pass after the play action. Sweat has time. Sprints out to his right. Still has some time as a blocker in front of him. Going to try to run 30-25. Pushed out of bounds. Close to the first down marker. Sweat making it happen with his legs again. Good decision. He didn't have it, you know, and they uh, formation. They got the tight end and two backs to each side, and uh, they came with the play action there. Didn't have it, didn't force it, keeping his legs and keeping the play alive. Now they got a manageable third down. Tommy Sweat looks like Dakota Favre looked last week. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> he, he does. He looks in control. Uh, uh, taking charge completely of the offense and making great decisions. I agree, Vince. Third and two from the Central 22-yard line. Central showing a blitz from the edges. Tommy Sweat calmly changing the play, and he's going to ask for timeout. We'll hold it here as we are under a minute left to go in the first half, excuse me, in the third quarter as we're at 40.5 seconds left in the third. Third and two. So what an opportunity here for Fulton big opportunity for Central on offense they were able to convert on fourth and one in their chance last time out they got in the end zone now Fulton with a fork in the road what do they do here with this third and two oh you know I it'll be interesting to see what formation they come out in I you know as well as Tommy Sweat is playing in his decisions he's making you know I I, I, I'm good either, you know, obviously on the ground first and foremost, which is what I would love to do and see. Uh, but if he decided to throw it, if it's not there, he can do it with his legs. So do you, you want to get him on the perimeter with a with a run pass option or yeah. a, more than a designed run? For I would him? put it completely in his hands, okay. uh, you know, and, and let him be the decision on it. I, I would not just live with a, a, a design run call. Uh, uh, he's making too many good decisions for this team right now, and uh, I'd put the ball in his hands completely. Decision, running, and throwing. Eighth play of the drive for the Falcons, down one, 13-12 to the number one team in the state. An opportunity to retake the lead after the Bobcats have scored 13 unanswered here in this third quarter. Third and two from the central 22-yard line. Here's a snap to Sweat. Here comes late pressure off the corner, and Sweat's going to be sacked all the way back to the 36-yard line. A huge play for the Bobcats defense, and that is going to send Fulton beyond 
field goal range. I think that was Makai Anderson, a strong safety, coming off the blitz on the edge. And, wow, a huge negative play for the Falcons. And you're beyond field goal uh, opportunity here. Now you get a punt on fourth and 15. Yeah, he uh, tried to make something happen. And, uh, again, I think Central's doing a great job of timing up the uh, pressures that they're bringing, either internally or outside on the edges. You know, and, and, hey, now we've reached the end of the third quarter. What a game in the Battle of Broadway, the 55th meeting. We head to the fourth with four fingers up. It's Central 13, Fulton 12. This is the KOC Game of the Week. You're listening to the KOC Game of the Week on 990 AM WNML. Now with former UT assistant coach Don Mahoney, here's Vince Ferrara. Start of the fourth quarter, Battle Broadway here at Fulton High School. Fulton Stadium, Bob Blackfield. What tradition in history with these two programs. And we've got a great one-point ball game. Fulton, 12-0 lead. A 74-yard touchdown pass from Sweat to Jones in the first quarter. Made it 6-0. Two field goals by Fulton's Joseph Mojica. Made it 9-0, 12-0. Braden Gaston, an 82-yard kickoff return for a touchdown, put Central on the board and got them going, got some juice. Then, after that kickoff return for a touchdown, first play, interception by Deontay White of the Bobcats defense. Central would go on to score a 16-yard touchdown pass from Fauber to Osborne, put Central on top for the first time two-point conversion no good and that's where our scoring stands at 13 to 12 first downs fulton 11 to 9 advantage rushing yards fulton with the advantage 63 to 49 passing yards fulton with the advantage at 143 to 87 206 yards of total offense for the falcons 136 for the bobcats fourth and 15 for fulton the punter is the quarterback in Tommy Sweat. He's standing at the central 49-yard line. Central with two returners back awaiting this punt from Sweat, and it's bobbled by Horton, and he gets run into. Flag. Will that be a flag? Yes. yes, sir. It wasn't intentional. It didn't look like. It was just a shoulder coming by, but that is going to cost Fulton 15 yards. He made the fair catch. Yeah inside the 10 at the 7 you have them pinned and then a big mistake there by Fulton that was a great kick and uh, it was almost as though he was avoiding it and somewhat blocked uh, you know he didn't take a, a, a cheap shot at it he just just got to be careful and be smarter and that's the second time we've seen a penalty one for on either side on a fair catch so that's going to Bonus central 15 yards. Rob Black did not agree with the cause. He's letting our referee know about it. So the conversation over between Coach Black and Jay Davis, our referee. And they're going to mark these 15 yards off from the seven yard line out to the 22. I think the returner didn't secure it initially and that's yep. what that's what uh, obviously brought the Fulton coverage to react to that right but on a fair catch though it doesn't matter yeah, you gotta it's, stay away right you gotta stay away yep so central moving right to left now here in this fourth quarter 
offense back out on the field. Dakota Falver with a single back to his right. Four receiver look. Deuces to either side. Low snap, inside Great. handoff tackle for loss in the backfield. Great job by Fulton's defense. He got off that ball in a hurry. Great penetration, disrupting the combination on the backside. It was Keenan Vaughn. Yep. Reserve defensive end. Pass out incomplete. Looking for Liam Fortner was Falver. And just like that, it is third and ten for Central. Clock stops, 11.30 left in our ballgame. The number one team in the state getting all they can handle from their rivals from a few miles away, the Fulton Falcons. Central leading the all-time series. 33-19-2, but Fulton has won the last two meetings, and Fulton the last team to beat the Bobcats, who currently have a 14-game winning streak after winning the 5A state title. Here's a snap to Falver. Pressure, steps to his right, cuts up the field, tries to split defenders, but will be taken down at the 25-yard line near the far hash. Gain of a couple by Falver, but it is fourth and long for the Bobcats, who will send out the punt team. Great job by the push. They brought the internal pressure to the Mike linebacker and uh, forced uh, Falver out of the pocket, and Fulton did a great job rallying to him. I believe this is only the second punt of the night for Ryan Bolton. And he gets it off. And it's going to be fair catch called for and will be reeled in by Jones. And Fulton will start this drive in central territory down one 13 to 12 with 10 54 left in our ball game here on the koc game of the week fulton schedule unbelievable open the the season with three straight home games good thing right well how about the competition south doyle central and then powell before five straight road games for fulton then your last two home games just west in Oak Ridge. Here's a snap on first and 10. Sweat setting up a screen. Has it 47, 50, 45, and then hit hard. McCovery on the screen pass. They've executed that pretty well tonight, and that ends up. It, it went for a lot of yards in distance ran, but football gets to the 42, so they're going to get about five yards on first down. Great decision by James Coleman, the offensive uh, right guard for Fulton out in space. Had an opportunity to possibly get a block in the back and pulled off of it. And uh, productive. I mean, it's a it's a six-yard gain. Six yards makes it second and four. Four receivers, two to either side. McCovery alone back to the right of the quarterback sweat. Gets the chest-high snap. Inside handoff. McCovery bounces to the outside at the 40. He's got the first down. Breaks the tackle 35-30. Down the sideline 25-20. Taken down from behind, but not before. A Falcons first down into the red zone. It was really a delayed draw look, and uh, he just bounced it outside. They, they, Central did a nice job in, in, on the defensive front inside of uh, really not allowing much, and he just bounced and got big yards. Recovery, his numbers aren't eye-popping, but between just being there as a safety valve blocking, he's done a nice job tonight. Sure has. 
So a little bit of confusion here for Fulton. Play clock is down to six, five. Sweat, will he have time to get the snap off? Two, yep. one, he does. And it's a design middle run and a big hit near the line of scrimmage by Central. And not much happened in there. Caleb Fortner. Say that again now? Caleb Fortner. Yeah. Nice play defensively for Central. Man, Fortner is some kind of player, led the team in sacks last year with 15, the junior, starting an outside backer. He'll try to get a scoreboard momentarily. We got a second and nine here from the 17-yard line of Central for Fulton's offense. Single back is McCovery. To the left of Tommy Sweat, gets a snap. Fakes a bubble screen, goes into the end zone, and it's intercepted at the goal line. Five, ten, and then returned out beyond the 15-yard line. Oh, a critical mistake for the Fulton offense driving into the red zone against, into the end zone against the number one team in the state. But Jaden Horton stepped in front of the pass for the interception from his free safety spot, and the Bobcats stave off the Fulton offense. Wow. i tell you, the, 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 the only mistake made, and it was obviously huge, was his eyes were there the entire time. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, uh, Horton did a great job breaking to the ball, but uh, his eyes were staring it down the entire time. Second interception thrown by Sweat tonight, of course, is... Uh, first interception was cashed in to a touchdown by Central. First interception for Central was Deontay White. That one by Jaden Horton. Again, we'll try to get a scoreboard in a moment. Bobcats still with a one-point lead with 8.43 left to go in this ball game. First and 10 for Central from their own 17-yard line. Single back look, wing to the left. Will receiver screen. Caught by Osborne, breaks the tackle with the 20. Bus free. That's going to be good for a first down as Isaiah Horton with the catch and run, splitting defenders and getting a central first down. Let's get a scoreboard update. Here's Eric Kane. Thanks, Vince. Powell just scored. It is 30-26. to 26. Anderson County clinging to a lead. Hardin Valley just broke up a string of 24 consecutive points by Cleveland. On the board, goes for two. It fails 31-19, but recovers the onside kick. Hardin Valley is driving down 31-19. And a final in the book. It's McCauley over Webb, 42-7, the final score. Vince? Thank you, Eric. First and 10 inside run, but grabbed at the shoe tops by Fulton Falcons interior defender might have been Bill Anderson and not much on first down maybe a yard boy he read that well and just pulled the trigger and uh, split through the center and the backside guard the left guard second and nine for central Dakota Favre single back to his left will throw actually spins out of a sack and he's got room up the middle 30 slides feet first at the 34-yard line, and he just avoided contact. Oh, my goodness. Seth Vaughn had a sack, and Favre squeaked out. How did he get out of that? <laughs> he was on top of him right right away. Now we got a third and third and three. Very manageable down for Central. Fulton's fans trying to energize the defense. Looking for a stop so the offense can get the football. Down one, Fulton showing blitz. Three-man front. 
Man coming motion, ball is dropped, and then Central just has a fall on it back at the 30, and that will force the punt team to come out. It's fourth down. Wow, mishandled, low snap. Wrong time for that, and that'll make it fourth and seven, and Central forced to punt again. Wow, just the execution yeah, there, yeah, you know? Yep. Tired, very, sweaty. Third and three, very manageable, and they give, give it away. Bolton to punt, no pressure. And ball will bounce in traffic and take a central wow. roll. Fulton letting that bounce again, and it takes a central bounce all the way down to the 23-yard line. Ends up being a 43-yard punt by Bolton, our best of the night. Took a, a roll to get there, but nonetheless, maybe a mistake by the returners for Fulton and not picking that ball up or being more aggressive to come up and fair catch that. But nonetheless, Fulton gets the stop on D they were looking for and giving the offense a, a chance. First and 10 for Fulton, moving left to right. Football is at the Falcons' 27-yard line. 6.25 left to go in the game. Central leading 13-12. to 12. Sweat moves a man in motion. It's a fake handoff with Sweat going to keep and cannot escape the, the grasp of unique Valentine. Read it the entire way. Man. Read it the entire way and great, great uh, pursuit by him. Now that, the, sorry, Duncan. Go ahead. But they uh, obviously has put them now second and 17. Was that a misread by Sweat on, on the zone read and reading that no, end? I, you know, his, re, his read was fine. It's just Valentine making a great redirect and uh, reading it. Valentine, one of a couple of transfers from Carter High School on this Bobcats team. He is a physical specimen senior, 6'1", 230. Looks the part. Had a great week one per Bryson Rosser. Loss of seven, second and 17. Sweat, deep shot, single coverage. It is caught, underthrown, but the receiver adjusted to the ball as the DB ran by. Football gets down to the... 48-yard line, it's Adrian Roberson, the 5'10 junior wide receiver for Fulton. First down, Falcons after the 27-yard hookup. We may have a flag on central sideline. They were they were yelling in terms of the push-off that they feel by Fulton on the reception. It's either a sideline warning or a penalty on them, but they felt that there was push-off by Fulton. Hard to tell because the defender kept running and the receiver adjusted to it does that mean as he was running he got a little push or? I, I agree with you i think yeah. the receiver adjusted to the throw wow a yeah. dead ball personal foul on central didn't hear what the call was if it was the a sideline warning or or, or just maybe being too vehement in yeah. arguing the play I, I, watching the sidelines they were they were coming after him right away with it. And, and I agree with you, Vince. It looked like he just adjusted to the throw, came across the uh, uh, defender's body, and it looked, it looked like it could have potentially been a push-off. You know what? That looked a little bit familiar, not maybe as much in the middle of the field as the first pass, but it was a little bit underthrown with the safety coming over late and the receiver adjusts to the ball while the DB did not. Yeah. And that ended up going to the house for 74 to Jones in the first quarter. And now, after the 27-yard pass, they mark off 15 more. 
that moves the football as you hear the fans react here at Fulton Stadium, Bob Blackfield. The football goes all the way down to the central 35-yard line. What a great game, Vince. Wow. Huh? The setting. The rivals. Oh, gosh. You can't, it, can't, it can't get any better than this. Terrific early season football here in our KOC Game of the Week. Great to have you with us here on AM 990. Sweat mimicked the snap, and now he's going to come over to the sideline. Play clock is down to nine. Sweat comes back after getting the new call from the Fulton sideline, gets the snap, handoff to McCovery. He's going to bounce to the near side, 35, try to get a block from his receiver at the 30. A flag is down. Uh, that'll be a hold. Wow. All the receiver had to do is just get in the way, but hands extended and drew the hold. And I, You know what? That, that was initially the uh, first call of the play was trying to Either the pressures that Central's been bringing and the timing of it was a great call by Fulton. No pressure being shown, checked into the play. Unfortunately, a, a hold on the outside by a Fulton receiver. Man, and McCovery, another nice run. And yeah. he didn't, the receiver did not need to hold in that situation, no, just no. getting away. Yeah. So that's going to move it back, and it's a spot foul from the 31. So that moves it back to the 41 of Central. We're under five minutes to go. Clock rolling at 427 and counting. In this ballgame, Central clinging to a one-point lead. The number one team in the state getting a big-time game and effort from the 0-1 Fulton Falcons in this battle of Broadway, the 55th edition. First and 16 from the 41. Sweat going to try to set up a screen once again. Has pressure in his face and is going to throw it down near a receiver. It didn't get to the line of scrimmage. They were bringing pressure Vince up the middle, and Valentine did a great job on the screen of just staying with the running back the entire way. Very disciplined football right there by Valentine. And, and they've adjusted to it because they've seen it a number of times tonight. Noah Parker in there as well. So that stops the clock at 4.04 to go. Fulton, potentially, if they can't cash in on this drive, may still get another opportunity on offense if the defense can get a three and out. But they'd love to cash in here down one. Second and 16 from the central 41-yard line. Fulton going left to right. And Fulton is going to have to use a timeout. We'll keep it here. And that will be Fulton's final timeout. Central has two. Goodness. We've seen that a couple of times. The play clock has run pretty far down. We were talking about the schedule earlier. Let me repeat this. Fulton starts the season three straight home games. South Doyle, Central, and Powell. All those are power teams. Central's the 5A state champs. Then five straight road games for Fulton. (laughs) I've never seen that before in prep football. At Austin East, a rival. At Carnes, a region game. At Maryville. Of course, there's a bye week there before the Maryville game, so that's at least a little breakup. Then at Clinton region game, at Campbell County region game. Then they get the last two at home. Homecoming against West, who's a really good team region game. And then they close out the season against Oak Ridge region game. Great team. I mean, you talk about a hard home schedule plus five straight road games. That's 
incredible. You definitely got to focus on one week at a time because if you look at that schedule and you look too far down the road, it's, it's you know, what a task. Tommy Sweat, 11-21, 179 yards in the ball game. One touchdown, two interceptions. We've got whistles here. And do we have movement on Fulton? We do. Mm. You know, it's second down. And, and don't try to go get it all in this chunk, in this play, in this, you know. So as a coach, coming out of a timeout and you get movement on the line, how frustrating is that? Uh, you know what? It's, it's – uh, <laughs> Now, now you know what you say is you, you ask that young man, what is the play call? There's not one in the books for second and 21, you know. But uh, let's recover here and let's get uh, let's get chunk, let's get a chunk on this play. It's now eight penalties, 75 yards for Fulton. Here's a snap to Sweat. Single coverage going down the field. Has a man. It is caught. Did he hang on oh, to it? No, no it no. squeaked out when he hit the ground. It is incomplete. Wow. Had the opportunity, had him beat, ball was placed well, it just, just came out. The defender did a nice job just, just stripping it at the end. That's the old survive the ground <laughs> stuff that no one wanted to hear, but you, you have to hold on to the ball when you hit the ground. And that was the freshman that's had a nice night. Marcellus Jackson showing the speed, could not hang on. So it stops the clock at 357. In our ball game on the KOC Game of the Week, Central leading Fulton 13-12. Third and 21 for the Falcons at the Central 46-yard line. Central showing some pressure off the edge. Back to pass is Sweat coming near side over through his intended receiver. And it's fourth down. Frustration shown by Fulton again. As I think that was Jackson they were looking to get it to again. He's very upset. But Sweat just sailed that throw. Sweat now 11 of 22 on the ball game. He has run 13 times for 51 yards. McCovery, 35 yards rushing on 10 carries. But this is fourth and 21. So Fulton is going to have to punt with their quarterback slash punter. Tommy Sweat standing at his 40-yard line awaiting the snap. And Fulton really has no essentially nobody deep because they have two guys back near the 30-yard line, but either they're expecting a short punt or they're in punt safe. Actually, Fulton is going to get a delay a game here and make it third and 20, excuse me, fourth and 26. So that pushes the ball back to the Fulton 49-yard line, 3.53 left in the game, number one central leading Fulton 13-12. to 12. Sweat, high, short kick. Going to be fair. Oh. Caught and dropped. Fumble. Central, Central looks it like it grabbed it at the 31-yard line. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Looks like Tyler Bose got on it. What an opportunity for Fulton as on the fair catch, bouncing off the chest of the returner, and it was loose and Bose saves the day for the Bobcats, and Central's offense will come out and have the football first and 10 at their own 31-yard line, up one, 13-12 with 3.45 to go. Goodness. Wow. Central has has given Fulton some opportunities in this ballgame. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and Fulton's taking advantage at times. 
four receivers, two to either side. Man coming in motion. Little double reverse. Actually, no, they're gonna the faked second it. man through. He faked the the toss on the double reverse, but just to keep on the jet sweep to the right side, and netted only a couple. So Fulton read that play better than I did, and got the stop after a gain of maybe a yard. Fulton's out of timeouts. 321 and rolling here at Fulton, Fulton Stadium, Bob Blackfield. What a great game in the 55th edition of the Battle of Broadway. Fulton has to get a defensive stop and then hope the offense can win it. Can Central pick up a first down, which might essentially seal it with Fulton having no timeouts left. Quick receiver screen caught by Minded at the 30. 35 and is taken down at about the 37 yard line. That'll make third down pretty manageable at about third and four. We'll say at the 37 yard line. Got to get to the 41 for a first down with 237 in county left in the game. Central with a one point lead, 13 to 12. Wow, what a play here. Yeah, could, I mean, could essentially be your ball game. Here. Yes. Central huddling, 12 on the play clock and counting. Central, 0 for 10 on third down tonight. Four receivers, single back look. Fake handoff, Favre going to look to throw. He's pressured. He runs to his right, steps up in the pocket. He's got the first down at the 40, 45, and then will finally be taken down and hit hard as he went down at the 48-yard line. And then a push by Central frustrated. Their quarterback got hit. So that'll push Central back. It stops the clock, which is not good. It'll push Central back, but... Central picked up that first down, and Fulton does not have any timeouts left and a new set of downs for the Bobcats. It's a shame they had him initially, and, uh, again, him keeping it, you know, Dakota did a nice job keeping his legs alive, and, uh, wow. Emotions running yep. both teams. And and it really, for, for this rivalry, so many kids knowing each other as long yeah. as they have in this ball game. It hasn't really been an overly chippy or talkative game, right? No, both teams have played really clean. You know, just some uh, mistakes of the procedural or whatever penalties that way. But you're exactly right, Vince. No foolish, you know, uh, I I, I call them, you know, those are the discipline penalties. You know, a a late hit and those type of things. Not at all. Central now, after this penalty is marked off, 11 penalties. 105 yards coming up in our post game show it'll be the new balance of knoxville post game show eric kane will have all of our finals for you uh then also talk to the winning coach of our ball game as central leads fulton 13 to 12 clock restarts after the dead ball penalty on central marked off back to the 33 yard line First and 10 for Central. Fulton does not have any timeouts. Four-man front. Falver from the gun. He's just going to take a knee. And Central is going to be able to run out the clock and take a knee a couple of more times. Minute 25 and counting. Central with 13 unanswered points in the third quarter after Fulton extended their 9-0 halftime lead to 12-0, and then 
13 quick points. The first touchdown on an 82-yard kickoff return on uh, after the Fulton field goal, and then an interception by Fulton on the next play. Central got the ball at the 35, cashed it in six plays later with a 16-yard touchdown pass from Favre to Osborne. That put Central on top 13-12, not able to convert on the two-point try, and that's where we're at, 13-12. So clock restarts after it was briefly stopped at 109. Play clock down to 14. So Central will let this roll down seven, take a knee. They'll be able to take another knee on third down. And there it is. Play clock is at 47. Let's see. They have not restarted the play clock. They do. There's three seconds difference. So technically Central will have to snap the ball one more time. But it's second and 15 with 32 and counting. And Central is going to win this ball game 13-12 on the road at their rival, snapping a two-game losing streak to the Fulton Falcons. The last team to beat Central was Fulton game two last year. Well, we talked about momentum, and sure enough, yeah. that kickoff return was enough momentum to really jumpstart Central for a uh, you know sluggish day uh, for them, not what we saw last week, obviously. And There's the last snap. The D hits the ground on second down, and the clock runs to zero. What a comeback for the Central Bobcats. Not much happening. Down to their rivals, 12-0 in the third quarter, and Central gets a big kickoff return for a touchdown, then an interception, and then a TD pass. And in moments, Central is back on top, and the Bobcats hang on to beat their rivals, the Fulton Falcons, on the road 13 to 12 in the 55th edition of the battle of broadway central now leads the all-time series 34 19 and 2 and the number one team in the state moves to 2 and 0 while fulton falls to 0 and 2 we'll take a break and we'll come back we'll wrap things up name our offensive and defensive players of the game and set you up for next week our final from fulton high school central 13 fulton 12 this is the koc game of the week you're listening to the koc game of the week on 990 a.m wnml now with former ut assistant coach don mahoney here's vince ferrara our final from Fulton High School in our KOC Game of the Week here on AM 990. The number one team in the state, a come-from-behind victory in the Battle of Broadway, 13-12 over the Fulton Falcons. And Vince Ferrar with Don Mahoney. Let's recap all of our scoring in our ballgame first. We'll get you some final stats, and then we'll name our offensive and defensive players of the game. Central, great opportunity on their opening drive, 11-play drive, had a fake punt, had a penalty on fourth down that allowed them to extend the drive but an incomplete pass on fourth and six uh, ended the 11 play drive with a turnover on downs and Fulton got a stop really gave the team a lift and then Fulton able to get a 74 yard touchdown pass from quarterback Tommy Sweat to receiver Joshua Jones and that touch that touchdown put Fulton up six nothing 
the PAT was no good on the muff snap, and Fulton led 6 nothing. Then late in the second quarter, it was Joseph Mojica, kicker for Fulton, hit a 35-yard field goal, capping off a 9-play, 32-yard drive. Fulton led 9 nothing. That was the score at the half. Then early third quarter, Fulton gets another 35-yard field goal from Mojica. 11 plays, 47-yard drive in 413. So 747 left in the third quarter. Fulton in control, 12-0. The ensuing kickoff, Braden Gaston on a kickoff that bounced in the middle of the field, picked it up at the 18-yard line. Playmaker for the Bobcats that really had, I think, just one touch at all in the ball game prior to that, and he picked it up and took it to the house. An 82-yard kickoff return for the touchdown. Don mentioned it that, hey, Central just needs one play to get them going, and that was the play. PAT made it 12-7 to Fulton with 7.31 left to go in the third quarter. First play from Fulton on the following drive, interception. That pick by Central's Deontay White uh, at the 35-yard line of Fulton. And the Bobcats were in business again. Then on a fourth and one from the Fulton 16-yard line, Central gets a 16-yard touchdown pass from quarterback Dakota Falver to receiver Isaiah Osborne. A lot of catch and run on that to get in the end zone on fourth and one. And just like that in moments, Central was on top for the first time, 13-12, to before 53 left to go in the third quarter, went for two, the pass failed. Six-play, 65-yard drive in 233, and Central had the lead 13-12, to and that would be the end of the scoring. Fulton with some opportunities late in the ball game and could not cash in. Penalties really set them back, and then when Central had the football at the end of the ball game, uh, Don, they were able to get a key first down on the running ability of Dakota Falver, and Fulton was out of timeouts at that point and couldn't stop the clock, and Central would go on to win the ballgame. Yeah, they just, you know, Fulton, I can't can't say enough about them. They just ran out of gas at the end, and as many players that we talked about that play both ways, uh, you know, it just, it just wasn't enough in the end. And, uh, you know, they just they, they played so hard for so long, and, uh, you know, a couple of those things with the turnovers and so forth uh, really ended up hurting. Quick look at the stat comparisons with the two teams. Fulton, the advantage in first downs over Central, 15 to 11. Rushing yards, Fulton 86, Central 51. Passing yards, Fulton 179 to 101. And total offense, Fulton 265, Central only 152. And total offense for the number one team in the state. What a job by that Fulton defense. Punts, Central 5 at a 29-yard average. Fulton 3 at a 26 average. Central... Three fumbles, only lost one. Two of them were on punts by Central. One was late in the ballgame before that final drive, and Central's Tyler Bost was able to fall on that loose ball. That was a critical play in the game, or else Fulton's in business down one, and that was huge. A lot of penalties in this game. Central 11 for 105, Fulton 8 for 75. Third down, Central. That's a key point. Central was 0 for 10 on third down before that scramble by Dakota Falver to pick up that last first down when 
Fulton couldn't stop the clock without any timeouts. That was the one third down conversion of the entire game, and it was a massive one that sealed, helped seal the ball game. Fulton, two of nine on third downs. Time of possession evened out. Central 24-39 to Fulton's 23-29. All right, let's name our offensive and defensive players of the game. Let's start offense there were certainly a number of plays made on both sides, but who's our offensive player of the game, Don? We're going to go with Fulton Falcons quarterback Tommy Sweat. And you made the point uh, during the game, and you're exactly right. He looked a lot like Dakota Favre last week mm-hmm. with decisions and things that he did. He made one poor decision, which was critical in the area that was at. But as far as taking charge of the offense and doing the things during the course of the game, he's our most outstanding offensive player yeah he did have the two interceptions one at the goal line and then one in the in the third quarter uh the one at the goal line was huge because with Jaden horton stepping in front of that pass when fulton's driving to try to take the lead but tommy sweat did so much tonight 11 of 23 179 yards had the one touchdown also ran for 51 yards tommy sweat quarterback for the Fulton Falcons, the talented 6'3", 194-pound junior, number 10, is our offensive player of the game, now our defensive player of the game. Don? You know, in a game, it's 13-12. to 12. Uh, You know, we watched Central last week offensively with some explosive plays, but defensively tonight, a guy that stood out to us was defensive end number three, Unique Valentine, mm-hmm. who... Uh, Time and time again, Vince, you bring it up during the during the game. Is just there's a presence to him and his style of play and what he does. And even late in the game, given several different looks to Fulton, where he actually dropped in coverage and not necessarily always rushing off the edge. So uh, he is he's our most outstanding defensive player. There's so much you could do with that name, his first and last yes. name. That's low-hanging fruit. I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be above that. But congratulations, man. What a talent. Plays hard. Unique Valentine, number three, senior defensive end for the Central Bobcats, 6'1", 230, physical specimen for Central, our defensive player of the game. Now we will submit entries for the – uh, during the week on Sports Talk, the Breakout Knoxville Escape Games Breakout Player of the Week. There will be one player from the area that will be announced on Sports Talk on Monday with John and Jimmy on the Sports Animal. From all the games in the area, one player will be awarded that Breakout Knoxville Breakout Player of the Week. So we'll submit our entry from here as others are from other games, and one will be the win the breakout performance the weekly winner will be announced by john and jimmy and on social media on the sports radio wnml sports animal accounts weekly winner will get a free game for themselves and up to seven friends at breakout knoxville you can get more at breakoutgames.com want to thank our fine crew here tonight tell you what real quick before i do that we mentioned the fulton schedule want to mention the central schedule next week central host severe county that's a region game so central starting out 2-0 they've had slow starts their first their last two years 0-2 last year went on to win out and now central's won 15 straight uh games going back to the fulton game last year and then the year before they went one and three and got to the semifinals in 5a so it's kind of scary for her central to get off to a better start 
in the season when they typically play their best ball late in the year. But this is a central team. We mentioned it last week. Bryson Rosser was pretty pleased but had some things to coach him up about. He's got plenty to, to, to coach his guys about. Got to love the effort and staying with it and managing the game. But they have some things they can improve on as well, and that's got to be scary for everybody else. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely built on the win of this. But uh, as he mentioned coming into this game, of being more consistent in their overall play and what they're doing. So there's a lot to draw from this game, a lot to learn from. And, you know, and uh, uh, again, giving Fulton credit, but uh, they came away with the win and, and keep building. So then Central at Hardin Valley, home to Seymour and Knox. Central will play, Central from Knoxville will play Knox Central, which is a school in Barberville, Kentucky, and they'll play them at Central High School in Knoxville. If that's not confusing yeah. enough for you, uh, then uh, we're with you. Um, at Halls after that, then an open week, Carter at home at South Dole and at Gibbs. Fulton next week will host Powell before they're five straight on the road. So what an effort tonight by Fulton, these yeah, kids. I, I just I can't say enough for Fulton, and it doesn't surprise me, um, the job that Coach Black and his staff do. And, and you know, to, to come back from that first week in this big of a game and to play at the level they played and uh, the injuries and the other things that they have going on, it's just a credit to them and, 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 and this program. And how pretty are these image matter spot charts that we have? They print them out for Man, us each I'll week. I'll tell you what. It, it, you know, it's so big for me, too. I, I barely need my glasses. <laughs> That's the outstanding piece of it. So uh, fantastic job. The whole crew is, is lights out. No doubt about it. So thanks to Image Matters. Image Matters game day all day starts at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. But we got more football for you on the way. Eric Kane will have the new balance of Knoxville postgame show. Thanks to our entire crew, Josh McDaniel, our chief engineer, Chris Bernard, unbelievable job, our on-site engineer, Logan Ward, getting it done as a studio producer, Eric Kane, with all those score updates. He'll be hosting the post-game show for you, uh, presented by New Balance of Knoxville. You, Mr. Mahoney, Coach, man, you are just crushing it, man. Thank you Love so it. much, Tom. Love it. Having Enjoy fun. It. Great, yep. great, great Friday. Uh, great night. You can't ask for better, and what a game. And you're going to see your son at the big house? Going to the big house. Traveling. the car and traveling to Ann Arbor and uh, watch Middle Tennessee take on uh, Coach Harbaugh and, uh, and the Big Blue. Best of luck to the Blue Raiders and uh, and you're young. And All right, that'll do it from Fulton High School. Thanks to you for listening. For our entire crew, I'm Vince Ferrar. Our final, Central 13, Fulton 12. Got to thank our best in the business, our uh, statistician Jeff Muir as well. What a job, and so thankful to have him on board as well. You guys have a great night. Stay with us. Eric Kane with the New Balance of Knoxville scoreboard show coming at you next here on the KOC Game of the Week.